Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew, and this is a throwdown Thursday, baby. We're going to raise some glasses, and that's right. Much like the 49ers did to the Packers, we're going to kick some asses. Sorry, Whitfield. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's go ahead and get everybody up in this piece just for good measure, good times, and good fun, man. First and foremost... Well, that's not your right intro, but that is one of Mark. That is one of Mark's favorites. <laughs> oh, let's go ahead and get old D-Stead in here, man. Oh, that's better. A little return of the Mac, brother. You ready to hit your Q, friend? Yes, sir. All right, three brew and fun, baby. <laughs> man are you are you excited for uh dan snyder trying to strong arm some people into getting some uh betting wrapping up a casino with a at some point maybe somehow somewhere it'll get built new redskin stadium <laughs> uh, no deal no, no deal eh, yeah we'll see about that good good luck mr snyder good luck mark man it's good to hear your voice bro everything good with you Yes, sir. Doing very well. Nice, nice. What's the uh, just out of curiosity, very, very brief kind of baseball thing? Who do you think the Mets are going to get as uh, as their manager? They already, they already took care of that. Oh my God! wasn't even paying attention. Who is it? It's uh, Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess they're still paying him, right? No. <laughs> Might as well. He's on the uh, payroll. Yeah, there you exactly, go. Exactly. Exactly. They said, you know what? You owe us. Oh man. All kidding aside, though. All kidding aside, I, honestly, I'll, I'll be off top of my head. I, I can't remember his name right now. Luis, Luis Rojas. Luis Rojas. Oh, uh, I, I was like, I, know, I knew the first name was Luis, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's smart. Just uh, go with a you know lesser name. Um, certainly no 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 drama or anything following him. Yeah. Um, sorry, I know. Right. Um, <laughs> for now. <laughs> for, for now. Yeah. No, I'm sure they. I'm sure they were like, "All right, we need we need drama free. <laughs> it's okay, man." Yeah, I brought a, bringing up a coach coach from within, so uh, yeah, I, I, I like it. Yeah, it's all good. It's all it's all good, brother. More importantly, more importantly, I brought you in first because we do have to raise a glass, and we'll do it, we'll do it later on in the podcast. But just to tease it, I guess a little bit is we're definitely gonna have to raise a glass to old Eli Manning hanging up the cleats, bro. It's gonna be so weird with him actually retiring. I mean, Lord knows, we have had a lot of fun over the years with Eli Manning. I mean, he has been a great uh, bit of source material to laugh at, have fun with, and all the digs and all the jokes aside, I do like the guy. I do like the guy, and it's just going to be strange not seeing him on the sideline. I mean, obviously, they're transitioning to Daniel Jones. We get it. And I think he could play for another year or two if he, you know, if he wanted to. I, I guess... Ultimately, I, I respect the fact he goes, I'm a giant. I'm going to retire. You know, that was my career. That's where it started. That's where it ends. Thanks. You know? Yeah. No, that's, that's absolutely my sentiment. I mean, I, I uh, you know, I certainly was always, well, I shouldn't say always. I was largely the Eli defender. I mean, obviously, when you turned into bad Eli. You? you Eli know, defender? Corby no. Corby time interceptions, things like that. Uh, of course not. But uh, overall, huge Eli, Eli fan, uh, huge fan of the way he played the game. Tough as nails. I mean, so rarely hurt. Certainly had plenty of years where he got you know, knocked around quite a bit back there in the backfield. Yeah. Uh, but took it, took his licks. Always did the right way. Even when you know jackass benched him and ended his uh, uh, starting streak. You know, know, never came out and talked shit. Never you know did did everything you know 
right for the right by the team, and and so I always have a ton of respect for him. And you know, I, I don't really care too much whether or not he's a your first ballot, I certainly think he could be. I think he's he's borderline, but even mm-hmm. if he isn't, obviously he'll be there soon enough. And um, so, you know, I, I I'm exact same page. I'm sad to see him go. It's gonna be weird. You know, uh, big brother left, and and then the the, the better man he's retiring now, and it's, it's gonna be weird to see. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, he's going on his own terms and uh, yeah. going out a giant. Which is just the way that I really think. You know, there's certain players that really define a franchise and are symbolic of an era and uh, you know you can nitpick stuff with Eli that's fine if you want to spend your time nitpicking him to death you can I mean again we've had some fun we've poked some fun at Eli Manning over the years but you know I bet you I guarantee that if we could hang out and BS with that dude we would have such a good time with that guy I bet you know I mean great sense of humor pranks people he used to go in on uh I think it was Lyman's but you know other people's cell phones, uh, uh, teammates, and he would change the language setting on the phone. <laughs> well, didn't he have like a beer guy in every stadium? He had a beer, beer guy in every stadium. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll always love you know uh, mark, marking the you know the away locker room the very first game at you know Cowboy Stadium. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, the hilarious. video video came out you know early this past year. I came at Daniel Jones after. Uh, was it after a victory or, or I don't know? Well, after one of the games when they went to a bar and they're playing beer pong in the bar and things like that. So I love seeing him hang out with the rookie and uh, just have a good time. So yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I like just about everything about the guy. You did, you did it right. Yeah, I just I bet that would be a, a good dude to hang out and just you know knock a couple back and shoot the breeze and make fun of stuff. I'm yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Well, we can shoot the breeze with everybody except Plaxico because that's a that's a loaded word with. With that guy. Anyway, yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> let's not do that. Anyway, you hear him giggling back there. That's right. Let's go ahead and get him in here, man. That's right. The one and only Shannon, the Twitter Terminator McGuffin. What's up, brother? Oh, man. Last podcast in the 30s, my friend. Welcome to old age. No, I'm just kidding. Welcome to middle age, bro. <laughs> really are dropping a bomb on me bro yeah i know you're welcome <laughs> i'm look i'm already in my 40s bro don't bother me <laughs> i told yeah. this this is my hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy year 42 what up <laughs> i did not realize that uh you know wwe or aew was at the kansas fog house this week uh you know with one of the players throwing punches and grabbing a chair at the end of the game oh my god i mean come on man what are you doing uh, Souza, yeah, D'Souza, He's been suspended indefinitely, which I think is justified. I don't know what the end result of that's going to be. Uh, I know he had some issues last year as well. I, some people believe that's the you know he should never step foot you know, on the court in a, in a Jayhawk uniform again. And that that's they've a, had some issues trying to get him legal to play. Yeah, so I know. I can't I can't imagine Bill Selfhouse too much uh, too much more patience for this guy. No, I, I wouldn't think so. He's a college student, you know what I mean? And part of the deal with at that level, at that age, is they still have a lot of growing up to do. I know sometimes we'd like to, we'd like to treat college athletes as essentially pro athletes. They're not. They're still kids. They're still kids. Absolutely. And, um, that, that's a real tough learning lesson. And that, that's, you know, that's a lot to – and that video, that will follow him for the rest of his life. Yeah. Anytime somebody looks him up, Anytime they want to check on him, 
they're gonna they're gonna see that image. That's still that dude picking up a chair, holding it over his head. I'm glad he didn't hit anybody with that damn thing. Oh lord! Uh, At least it was his home court. Yeah, I, it's just such a shame. And you know, I, I think most of the time we're it, look at sports, dude. You play to the whistle, play hard, finish. Look, was it a meaningless play by the Kansas State guy, uh, uh, Dewan Gordon? Yeah, it was. I mean, it was the end of the game. D'Souza's dribbling the thing out. He's just dribbling the clock out. He goes in for a, you know, steals the ball, goes in for a meaningless layup, and D'Souza blocks the ever-living bejesus out that shot, and he, t- he stands over him taunting him. You know, and none of that was necessary. None of it was necessary. But, you know, if he steals the ball, let him go run and lay it. It doesn't mean anything in the outcome of the game. Yeah, you won by twenty plus points. It's eight, I mean, eight, it was eighty-one to sixty, bro. You good? You good? You good? Was there ever a time that "Let It Go" needed to be played? I mean, for real, bro. You read my mind right out the gate. Look, that was probably going to be that dude's highlight for the you know Kansas State like media <laughs> package next year, right? <laughs> Hey, look, that dude That dude got a steal at the end of a blowout. <laughs> Good on him. Action shot. <laughs> uh, but just it's just such a shame. And, you know, I, I, I don't know a whole bunch about the D'Souza, but, you know, I, I think what Bill Self said is, 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 is critical here. And he said, quote, obviously it's an embarrassment. It's not something that you'd be proud of. What happened is, is absolutely zero signs of toughness. It's a sign of immaturity and selfishness more so than it is toughness. So if I was a fan watching, obviously – depending on what your perspective is, there would be nothing about that that would intrigue me to want to watch more. Well, the Twitterverse was certainly intrigued because Twitter and all, all, all the all social media was just having a field day with that stuff. But I think some of that is just you're you're taken aback and it's it's a shock to see that happen. It's an yeah. absolute shock to see something like that happen. You know, I heard people talking about a lot of things and they went back to the Rudy Tomjanovich punch. I mean, you know, and... and those are things that when they happen on court, if if it goes the wrong way, somebody can pay a steep price. Both D'Souza, if, if he had hit somebody with that stool, you know, I, I mean, I would certainly expect at that point he's getting arrested. But depending on what you do to another person, you could seriously injure and or possibly kill them. Or a brawl could get really out of control and get all kinds of ugly. I mean, you know, virtually every outcome to that is bad. And yeah. given the way that that went... I'm happy that they were able to kind of damage control that and get people out of there without it getting worse than it did. But that was ugly, and it, it, that's sad to see. That's sad to see. I think the only ugly, uglier thing this year might be, you know, UNC, because the Tar Heels are terrible. <laughs> they might say the Redskins. It, that season's over. No one cares. No one cares about the Redskins. <laughs> people still care about the Tar Heels. Zero and zero. Yeah. Five hundred. That, that yeah, the Redskins zero point zero. That's about all you need out of them. <laughs> no, you know it's funny though, because uh, you know if you've listened to the podcast, you know I'm a Duke fan, and that's what I grew up. I grew up on ACC basketball, so, and and that's what I love. Uh, and I usually hear all kinds of chatter from UNC fans, and I work with a bunch of UNC fans, um, mm-hmm. and I haven't heard a single thing this year. I mean nothing. Not Jim not Cat. a. Like they have not brought up basketball to me in any capacity whatsoever. <laughs> I had to tell you something funny the other mm. day. I was listening to the radio, and um, I think it was somebody talking about Virginia Tech basketball, and mm. they're like, 
They have to play UNC coming up, which is normally a good thing, but it's bad this season because their ranking is so low that it's going to hurt their record whether they win or lose. Wow, man. That's rough. That's rough. Woo. All I can say is, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, if, 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 if you love sports, you, all, you always have somewhere along the line, you have a lean year or a tough year or a rebuilding year or a fail apocalypse year, whatever you want to say. And I've certainly had my fair share of like sports fan misery. So to all my Tar Heel friends out there, enjoy the suck. And I'm going to enjoy the quiet. <laughs> y'all got nothing to say. <laughs> Don't even simmer down. Nope. Because they already down. They, they done, man. And, uh, it, and it's a surprise. I mean, given the caliber of, of what that basketball program is, and obviously I have a lot of respect for Roy, Roy Williams. I mean, it's just, it's just a tough year. It's just a tough year. And those things happen. You know, you can't control for injuries and sometimes just team chemistry it just doesn't come together. And uh, I, I don't I don't know. Mark, do you think they can are they going to turn this around in any capacity this year? Or is this just that they, they just stink and that's just it? Yeah, no, they're done. They, 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 they basically might as well start looking to next year. I like that assessment. Thank you, fellow Duke fan. Yeah, I try. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan. All right, let's go ahead and get Randy in here. He's, he's chomping at the bit undoubtedly. Undoubtedly, brother, I know you had to enjoy that plain old ass whooping. Uh, I definitely enjoyed it a lot. The problem was I wasn't expecting it. To be perfectly honest, I figured given what had happened earlier in the season, you threw it out, Green Bay makes adjustments, and it was just going to be a completely different game, and it really wasn't. No, it was garbage. No. <laughs> the 49ers I mean, were rolling. It, 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 was, it was so bad that even Matt fell asleep watching it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whitfield, was, Whitfield was over there on a, on a heating pad doing the Al Bundy, just totally cranked out, man. <laughs> Hand in the crotch, cranked out on the chair, out. <laughs> I mean, much like the Packers, didn't show up. <laughs> Done. Out. I mean, it was it was atrocious. I mean, some of the stats from that game are embarrassingly bad. And I'm a Rodgers fan. But there's a, you know, we gave Cam Newton all kinds of hell for not going after that ball in the Super Bowl. And Aaron Rodgers was just, just looked like he was like, nope, F it. <laughs> That's a fumble. I'm not, I'm not diving down for that, man. You forget it. Whatevs. <laughs> So, and maybe that's not a fair assessment. And that game's really not all on him. And people have been crazy hammering on him this week. Uh, some of that deserved. It's a team loss. He didn't play great. Uh, I think, if I remember this correctly, uh, Mostert had 160 yards in the first half, and the Green Bay Packers' offense had 93 in the first yep. half, which is, I mean, that's a that's dumpster fire level. That was terrible. Big credit to the Niners, obviously. Uh, but the Packers were abjectly terrible. And Rodgers has to own that. Rodgers has to own that. Might as well talk about this dumpster fire game. Um, but Rodgers, I think it's funny. They, they like to show that little draft you know, video of, of him kind of feeling disrespected by that slide down the draft. And I get it. You know, Competitive people don't like to, if they think they're going to be drafted higher, they're not happy with that. We get that. Competitive spirit, competitive fire. Talking about how teams will regret passing him. You know, obviously... Setting an expectation that 
he'd make the 49ers regret not drafting him. But he's 0-3 against them in the playoffs. 0-3. So, realistically, would they have had a nice stretch of time had they taken him? Yeah, probably. Maybe. Maybe not. Arguably better than Alex Smith. But Alex Smith had some nice years. Uh, but I would take Rodgers over Alex Smith, sure. But you don't know how players develop in different with, with different organizations, with different teams, and maybe it wouldn't have worked over there. It may not have. He went to a good spot for him. He got to sit for a couple of years, and, you know, he's had a good career. But whew, his playoff, the, as of late, dude, man, that's a backbreaker. And their defense did them zero, zero favors. That Packers defense did that team absolutely no favors. They were they were gross. They were gross. It's no wonder Matt went to sleep. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I know Jimmy G wasn't throwing a lot of balls, but it, I swear to God, oh. it looked like <laughs> I swear to God, it looked like Jerry Rice, you know, out there uh, running slants pregame. Probably could have popped in that game and caught one or two of them just for fun. Would have been productive. He probably would have went for sixty yards against that crap D. It's embarrassing. Yeah, you know, Randy, we, we talked about it a lot that night. And I think, you know, because we hung out for the game. Uh, Shannon mm-hmm. was over here, too. And I think we all thought that was going to be a good football game. I think a lot of people did because the 49ers, you know, beat their ass early in the season. So you should have you should have some fire. You should have some revenge factor. You should have some motivation. Plus, it's the playoffs. It's the NFC Championship game, dude. Come on, man. And. Hey, you know, if you, you first you give credit to the 49ers. I mean, we talked about it the you know, we've talked about it a lot recently. I mean, that's a very complete team. And they have a high floor. At their best, they, they obviously have a high ceiling. They made it to the Super Bowl, but they have a very, very high floor. They they play hard. Their coaches put them in good positions to succeed. Shanahan's done a hell of a job. Salah's done a hell of a job. Uh those players have done a hell of a job. And, I mean, they just took him to the woodshed, dude. I mean, it, one of the 49ers fans I, I work with came up to me, you know, the next day. And she's like, huh? huh? And I'm like, look, kudos, respect. They were better. They were, they're a better team. Enjoy, enjoy that. Enjoy it. Because that they were a better team both times they played them. And they're a better team in the context of the year. And quite frankly, it's a better Super Bowl matchup. Because if that's what we were going to get out of them, then I, I don't know – the fan in me says it would have been cool to see a, a Packers Chiefs Super Bowl uh, from the offensive side, but I mean, Rodgers and offense haven't really been the same anymore or, or this season anyway. That's just fan optimism. Ultimately, the 49ers kick their ass, and that's what that game's really about. I mean, you, you saw the attitude and the energy and the pop that the 49ers had out of the gate. Debo Samuel popping off for chunk gains. I mean, and quite frankly, the Packers got lucky on a couple a couple of those things. I mean, he flat out ran over some Packers defender early in the first quarter. He stumbled and fell down. I think otherwise he would have been gone for a damn touchdown. Didn't matter. I mean, they, you know, 49ers scored anyway. And, you know, Mostert popped off for a 36-yard touchdown. And that dude was, like, untouched, virtually untouched. I mean, it was crazy. It was That game was nuts for the run game for the 49ers. Nuts. You know. That's been the story of that team all year, though. It's been the run game for the most part. It's just, it was really surprising to me. I mean, Mostert had an absolutely record setting day. Oh, he was when phenomenal. You the, when you look at the stats, though, as a team, mm-hmm. the fact that they ran the ball 42 times and averaged almost seven yards a carry, 
That's that's unheard of. See, the forty-two times that that makes me that makes me happy. You know, the seven seven yards is awesome, but seeing a team run it forty-two times just says try and stop us. Well, yeah. Sorry and, to cut you off, Randy. No, you're fine. No, I, I mean that that that's an absolute. We're gonna run it because you can't stop us, and that's power. Love. The yeah, attitude that that's play, dude. That's playoff football, man. Yes, sir. And that's and yes, that, sir. When you can run like that, and you can control the game like that, and you can demoralize teams like that, you're gonna get the dub, man. You know, you're gonna get the dub. Man's game. Yeah, and uh, you know, yeah. I mean, you can roll through the game, man. In the second quarter, it's 10-0, 49ers. Packers have the ball. Rodgers drops back, gets strip sacked, and they recover. So they don't give them a short field, but it didn't matter. They punted. The 49ers came rolling down the field anyway. Monsters popping off for 25. They finish off a drive with a nine-yard run. But this is the attitude thing, man. Debo Samuel's out there throwing blocks for Monster as it gets into the end zone. You know? Emmanuel Sanders didn't have a whole bunch of catches, but he's out there throwing blocks. And that's what you need, man. That's- yeah. That's attitude, that's attitude football. Mm-hmm. That's attitude football. You know? Everyone um, on the same page, doing what needs to be done. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, man, and I know this is probably going to come up a lot next week, but after the, giving up that big lead in the Super Bowl as part of the offensive uh, coordinator for the Falcons, you saw that they kept the pedal to the metal in that second half. They did not let up. Oh, well, they have a team that's built to do it. And, right. and there's no way in hell he's going to let something like that get away from him again. No, it's a, it's a, that's a big teaching lesson. It sucks it happened for them, but that, that's a great teaching lesson, and you know he will not let that happen twice. Mm-mm. Not, not if he has a, a say in the matter. Of course nope. he won't. <laughs> well, it he helps won't. that he has that experience because there's not a lot of coaches that you can say out there have actually been to the Super Bowl and have, understand the pressure of the game and – how it flows and the different types of adjustments and you know not many team not many peep coaches can say i just watched my team blow a monstrous lead in the super bowl it's, yeah. it's just one of those so i i'm happy that he's had this learning experience just because at least i know no matter what he's going to put that foot on the throat and he ain't letting up yeah no i mean if if they can run the ball like that you know, against the Chiefs and control of, then you absolutely have to because you want to keep you want to keep Mahomes off the damn field absolutely. if you can, because they can quick strike, they can drive, and the Chiefs can run. You know, they're multifaceted; they can do a ton of things. I mean, it'll be a great test for the Forty Nine. That the Super Bowl is fascinating because you have really, arguably, the most complete team or one of the most complete teams in the league this year versus the most dynamic offense at its peak. Obviously, there were some weeks where Mahomes was hurt and they weren't the same, but looking at them the past couple of weeks, what you're looking at is the best offense in the league versus, you know, arguably the best defense and arguably the most complete football team. And so this this is a wonderful test because if you say football is the ultimate team sport, what a great setup. What a great setup. One, somebody was talking about it, and I have to see if I can find it in a minute. Get the name. It was either Ryan Clark or maybe it was uh, maybe it was Riddick on SVP, and said this was the the Super Bowl is fascinating because it's like the perfect team versus the perfect player. 
with the 49ers versus Mahomes, the Chiefs and Mahomes. Because you can do everything perfectly against Mahomes and he can still burn you. You, you can have the perfect defense, right. you know what I mean, and he still gets you. So it, it, and, and I think that's a le- totally legitimate point. It's a very valid point. So I think the Super Bowl matchup is incredible. I really do. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, Randy, I'm not vested the same way you are. But, <laughs> and yes, you should take the next day off to either celebrate or hide from everybody and drown your sorrows. But either way, <laughs> you know, it, it should be a lot of fun. But, you know, uh, here's the thing, man. And this, again, a credit to the 49ers. And I think this is a, a reflection of the attitude that team had, man. You know, the Packers have a little bit of life in the second quarter. They drive down the field. And it's a bad exchange from the center to Rodgers, man. Um, balls on the ground. 49ers recover. And they just they didn't let up on him, man. And it's attitude, attitude, attitude. And you can you know pick out these moments where it's like you, <laughs> whether it's the pressure, whether it's just poor execution, whether it's good defense by the Niners. It's just you know, all these things that roll into what happens in a football game. But it, it's clear. I think it's clear that that uh, the better team won the game. Better team won the game, and. It's painful for Packers fans, obviously, uh, unless you slept through it like Whitfield. Uh, then it's not as painful because you didn't have to <laughs> you didn't have to live through it. But uh, you know, I mean, Rodgers had it was a bad ball to, to Geronimo Adams, unless it was a bad route and the ball was behind and Mosley took the pick. But whether it's a bad route, a bad throw, I mean, no matter how you slice it, it's a bad game. You know, and there's just monster, 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 monster. Capping off a drive with an 18-yard touchdown run. I mean, on that run, I mean, you could have driven freaking trucks through the holes that 49ers offensive line was opening up for that dude. It's 27 nothing. 27 nothing, bro. You are not the Kansas City Chiefs. You ain't coming back from 27 nothing against that team. No. 27 bagel. Yeah. Let's be, let's be honest. Trent Richardson could probably actually have found that hole. Maybe. At least a couple of them. At least a couple of them. And, you know, even by the time the Packers start scoring in the third quarter, uh, the clock's their enemy because they can't, they can't do it fast enough. And the 49ers, when they need to, can just, you know, grind stuff out, man. So you're saying the Packers needed a pill, huh? Yeah, they needed a couple pills. <laughs> you know, a couple of those things. Couldn't, couldn't score fast enough. No, and, and you know, I mean, I, yeah, they closed the gap. They made the score a little bit more respectable. But there was no point in that game where – you know, it, it felt like they were any viable threat. I mean, they, they would have needed some fluky things to really break their way late in that game. The 49ers won both games versus the Packers this season by a combined 46 points. That's not a fluke. That's not an accident. That is a beatdown. That's a yes. beatdown is what that is. Monster had 220 rushing yards, the most in 49ers history. I don't care if you're talking regular season or playoffs. And four rushing touchdowns, the most in a conference championship game. He averaged 4.9 yards per rush before contact bro wow four point that is amazing that's amazing and that tells you what the offensive line was doing and opening up those big ass holes yeah well i mean the packers defense was awful they were terrible and they have to own that l and just that's on them and you know it's just it's just funny to think about the evolution of that team over the course of the season and people you know some defenses they play well from ahead, right? And some defenses have some moments, and they're at least solid. But, I, you know, whether it's – I mean, whatever combination of scheme, players, execution, coaching, attitude, all the things that go into that stuff, the 49ers own the Packers just entirely this year. 
I mean, that, you know, kudos to the 49ers. Kudos to the 49ers. They beat their ass. You know, and I'm happy for a guy like Raheem Mostert, cut from six other teams. That dude keeps a list of cut dates and goes over it before every single game. Every single game, dude. He is out there Arya Stark in that I was going to say he's Arya. Yeah, man. He's Arya Stark in that thing. <laughs> you know, I mean, that that's... A in- running back has no name. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, it was funny. In one of the one of the post game things, he said he got immune to being cut. But I mean, that's a great story, you know, going from undrafted to the presumed starter in the Super Bowl. I mean, who knows? Uh, you know, that forty nine, you know, Shanahan and the Forty Nineers offense, they're flexible. Whether that's you know Brita or Mostert or and hopefully Coleman can play, uh, we'll see. But hot hand. I, I mean, if you argue the hot hand theory, I mean, my God. Yeah, I mean, no, you don't get any hotter than what he did last week, man. Yeah, that was crazy, dude. That was crazy, you know. And uh, you know, again, I do want to stress something. And uh, you know, some of this, I'm not trying to be a Packers apologist because they they just didn't get it done. And realistically, they need another they need another wide receiver that's going to step up. Or and I know Jimmy Graham had some moments, but he's close to the end. Devontae Adams is great. Jones is great. They need they need something else there. They need somebody else that he can lean on. Um, AJ Green. Yeah, well, AJ Green's tail end too. I don't know if he'll stay healthy. And we'll see what sense he does. And again, there was a lot of dumping on Rodgers after a, you know another playoff loss. But the eight playoff losses for Rodgers, the defense has given up at least thirty five points in five of those losses. And he Ooh. had three game tying drives in the other three losses where he didn't get the ball back on offense. So the, their defense is terrible in the playoffs and that that's that's a lot to overcome again Rodgers has his share of the blame in that whole thing but they haven't built they haven't built a you know a defense of a high enough caliber to compete look look what you know look at the teams that that had success in the playoffs man (laughs) if your defense couldn't stop the run bro you got run out of the building man (laughs) you know uh, and again, the Chiefs are an outlier because they they can throw the ball all over you like there's no tomorrow. And now that Patrick Mahomes is freaking you know, running all over the place, <laughs> you really got a pickle. But it, bitter pill. But the the Packers defense is awful. It was awful in the playoffs. And that again, you give credit to the Forty ers But call a spade a spade, and the Packers defense sucked. Sucked versus the run. Rodgers, by the way, won his first, but has now lost three straight conference championship games. He joins McNabb. Yay! <laughs> but Bernie Kozar, Danny White, and Ken Stabler. And his last two losses are by a combined 40. Yikes. You know. Uh, <laughs> um, I was just saying, I mean, you, you shouldn't, shouldn't be going and blaming Jesus. It's not Jesus' fault. No, (laughs) but maybe he ought to pray for a better defense. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Well, I'm here to tell you that you're probably going to find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to jack squat. You know, again, I I grew up with the Redskins and the Packers. They're the teams that my fandom is with, but you know I can be pretty objective and and pretty you know team neutral. Uh, I can I can walk I can dance that dance and walk that line. But as Lizzo said, bro, the truth hurts. 
Could have had a bad. Y'all needed a defense that was a bad bitch. Awful. They are holding him back. Ugh. That defense, man. And I, I hear Aaron Rodgers talking about their Ow. wind. Yeah, yeah. You know that. Yeah, that that's legit. We got to play that during this for sure. Aaron Rodgers to the defense. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. You're right, Shannon. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> dumpster fire, dude. Dumpster fire. Letting the 49ers run it 42 times, man. Kicking their ass. I mean, Kicking their ass, dude. They ran it down their throats. That is the classic, they, we're going to do it till you stop us. They could not stop them. <clears throat> no, they couldn't. Before we just take a dump all over the, the Green Bay Packers, uh, a little props to LaFleur to getting them there to that point in his first season. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, you know, and, and that matters. That matters. I mean, uh, overall, they had a successful season. Let's be let's I'm, be reasonable about that. They did. They, they argue- just weren't a match. <laughs> no, I mean the Forty Nineers. Bad matchup. Yeah, so, sometimes it's just excuse me, bad matchups. And the Forty Nineers, they owned them this year. You know, they owned them. There's probably a Wikipedia entry with Kyle Shanahan owning Green Bay or something. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't. Raheem, Mo- Raheem Mostert. Owner of Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I just I I wouldn't be surprised. And I know Rogers is talking about the window was open for them. Yeah, probably to do about what they did, which is be competitive and you know win their division and win a game or two. But you know, in, until they 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 need somebody another viable skill you know skill piece on offense, and they got to they got to get that defense better, man. Yeah, he's thirty six, dude. That window is cracked. It might be open, but it is cracked, brother. It's starting to shut. (laughs) You know, and it is sliding down, man. It is sliding down, dude. It is sliding down. You know, and I I don't want to take away from what the 49ers did. And, you know, I I don't because they they played a – that was a tremendous game. And they've had a tremendous year. And um, you don't know what the Super Bowl is going to be. Maybe they they beat the hell out of the Chiefs. Maybe it's a close game. Maybe the Chiefs blow them out. Whatever. What I can tell you is that the 49ers are going to show up and they're going to play their asses off. However it turns out – they're going to show up and play their asses off. And if they win it, they'll have earned it. And if the Chiefs win it, that just tells us, you know, how damn good the Chiefs are. But Matt LaFleur coming out and talking about, you know, how he was concerned with the lack of fire? Come on, man. That's... Mm. Quote, quote, I mean, we played them twice and they took it to us two times. That's something we have to take a good, you know, hard look at this offseason because right now they're the class of the NFC. True story. You know, it was disappointing to go out there and get beat like that. <laughs> Not much you can do about I, it. No, when, no. When you have when you have one team who is raring and ready to go, and like you said, if the Packers really did play with no fire, and we saw that there really wasn't a whole lot of urgency going on with the Packers, there, that's what's going to happen. Didn't they look dejected pretty quickly in that game? Yeah. They did. I mean, to me, they really did. And I don't know if that's at some point. You know, you, either you know you're overmatched, or you look at the other team and you're like, "Oh crap, man! Right. <laughs> what are we gonna do? They're they're gonna run all over us all damn day." And oh. you know, but but if that's your attitude, then that's like ask that's like asking to lose, man. You right. know what I'm saying? That's like asking to lose, and that's terrible. 
If you get beat, huh? Go ahead. Oh no, you had. I mean, if you get beat, you get beat. But I mean, my God, it's it's one thing to be dejected in the you know fourth quarter. Can you not be dejected in the first quarter? I mean, <laughs> come on, man. So I, I did laugh at this. I don't. I don't know. Um, I didn't see this the night of, but I ended up finding the story a little bit later. And there were some Packers fans, obviously, you know, in the stadium. Uh, brave souls that went there for that. And they had entire sections of 49ers fans just giving them the business. Oh, by the way, by the way, I do want to thank the whoever runs the PA system for the 49ers for totally playing the sad <laughs> trombone in that game. I was like, oh, my God. Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> so good. I, I was like, that is that is classic. And I can't believe that they did that. And you know, matter of fact, when they did it, and I forget I forget what it was. If it was a timeout, a blown play. It was I don't know. Packers penalty. It was yeah. a penalty. <laughs> when they played that, I had to rewind that and listen to it again. I was like, there's no way they just played the sad trombone, is it? Damn right they did. Dude, when you get trolled in the stadium with the sad trombone, you are sucking some ass. <laughs> you are sucking some ass. So whoever cued that up, man. That was hilarious. It was messed up, but it was very funny. So kudos to you. Uh, but they had sections of, of you know, 49ers fans just giving these Packers fans the business. And I listened to this a couple of times. I'm like, man. This, this Packers fan has got his jersey on, his hat on. He's just walking out of the stadium, just recording everybody, just giving them grief. And a whole section, dude. He's raising a beer up to him. Well, at least he was a good sport about it. Yeah, <laughs> this know, is true. At least, at least he good... wasn't likes to fight guy. Uh, yeah, man, those people aren't any fun, man. Look, it's the same thing I told my coworker, the 49ers fan. I said they were a better team. You, you respect that for what it was. You got outclassed. You got outplayed. You got outschemed. You got outexecuted. All the all those things. They just they outdid them. And you know, unless you just want to be you know a d bag about it, you go better team won. I'm disappointed. You can be disappointed. You can be upset. But fandom is fandom, man. Direct your energies appropriately. And you might as well be able to walk out, enjoy the season for what it was, and get out. You can be disappointed, man. You can bitch. All that stuff. But you don't have to be a jack wagon about it. You know, on the bright side, at least that Packers fan didn't leave wearing the, you know, maybe they didn't have to go Rob Lowe and wear just the NFL hat on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> Where where did Rob Lowe get that hat? By the way, <laughs> like, how do you go to a game with just a a plain old shield, NFL shield on your dome? <laughs> Rob Lowe, man. I mean, what is that? Uh, somebody was cracking me up talking about how he needed to show up to a, another game with like a um, Roger Goodell jersey or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's so dumb, dude. That's so dumb. But uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, what else is there really to take away from what that game was? was just an ass whooping it's it's literally what it came down to the san francisco's dare the san francisco's (laughs) yeah i'm sip shannon oh i'm out i need some more yeah well Uh, we'll get some in a minute we'll finish this game and you know we can always kind of go old like classic with do a game here's a segment and we'll just you know take a break then do the other game and go that's fine but anyway superior team it was an old school beatdown. Yeah. That's what it was. Uh, side note, I loved, loved, loved George Kittle. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. He was doing a post-game interview with SVP, 
and he was wearing a T-shirt uh, that had a, that had a picture of of, of Jimmy uh, like a shirtless Garoppolo, and it was signed by Garoppolo. <laughs> he said it just it just showed up in his locker. He was grinning. <laughs> that dude is funny, man. That yeah. that dude is funny, and uh, you know SVP was was talking to him about the stats and all that stuff, and it, I mean, it's like they don't care. Who cares? As long as you're winning, who cares? You know, if 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 the game flow dictates that they need to throw it to him, great. If he's just out there blocking, great. As long as they're winning, and you know that's what you want to see, and and that means that that organization and that organizational culture and Kyle Shanahan, what that coaching staff has done, is get the right players. They've built the right team. They have the right attitude. And however, however this plays out, you know they've had they've had an incredible year, and they deserve kudos and respect for what they've done to get to this point. And I I certainly expect them to show up and ball out, uh, whether they win. Whether they lose, whether they beat their ass, whether they get their ass beat, whatever it is, they're going to show up. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think you definitely feel like the. I mean, clearly the the, the class of the NFC right now, uh, they should be there. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Giants are the only team that could really compete with them right now. Maybe um, they, they would have to start so, Eli. They would have to start Eli. Nah, I still think Joe's could do it too. <laughs> but outside of that, you know, they, they're clearly the class of the NFC, so uh, they're they're where they should be. Yeah, and I mean the right team won. Right team, won. yeah, absolutely. Right yeah. team won, and um, you know, uh, a good year for Green Bay, over, arguably overachieved. But I think that that playoff beatdown, uh, if that doesn't clearly demonstrate the direction they need to go with that team, and this is a parallel to the conversation we had about kind of the tail end of Eli's career, and that's understand who you have, understand you have a finite timeline, and if you want if you want to accomplish anything you better build the right way for what you have. And, you know, if you can't do it, if sometimes it doesn't work out. You know, you, you draft the wrong people, they don't work out, they get hurt, whatever. But whether it's two years, three years, four years, I don't know. However long his collarbones hold up. Because I, I swear, man, uh, you know, <laughs> if he breaks another one, I think he's got to go Romo and just get out. If <laughs> he breaks it again, dude. But uh, that, that window is cracked, man. And they got to get on that. They got to get on that in a hurry. Randy, um, from a fan standpoint, it, it was. I'm glad we all got to hang out. That was fun to see you guys and drink beer. Uh, our conversations ended up being more entertaining than the game. Again, you're a 49ers fan, so I know you love that uh, flat out. Oh, I texted a, uh, another one of my coworkers that's a big Vikings fan. And I was like, uh, I sent him a, some of some of the uh, you know Packers embarrassment memes. Because <laughs> there were so many flying around, dude. There were so many flying around. And he laughed, and uh, you know we were on the phone uh, the next day, and he was like, "Justin, I got to be honest with you. When I was watching that game, I I was grinning ear to ear the whole time. <laughs> I was like, I know, dude. I know. I was like, you're a Vikings fan. I would expect nothing less. <laughs> I would expect nothing less than that made you happy, particularly after the 49ers beat y'all's ass the week before. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but um." I guess what what what's your big takeaway from the game and setting the setting the expectations for um, what they need to do in the Super Bowl? Uh, the big takeaway that for me is the fact that everything we saw during the week, mm-hmm. uh, from what Kyle Shannon was saying, you know, treat this game as if it's you know as if the the, the regular season game didn't matter, that it mm-hmm. doesn't have any impact on this. Also, coming out of halftime, it's just like they're saying. You got to go out there and treat it like a zero-zero game. 
And the fact that it seems like this team is prepared, like they're mentally there, they're in the, they're in the moment, they're mm-hmm. hyped, they're just ready to play. That tells me that, and it also explains why every single game during the regular season, it's all, it's either been whenever they've won, could mm-hmm. be a blowout or could be close, but those losses they had, those were all close games. They're, they were in every single game. There yeah. was no major blowout there. So that's, that's another thing that I'm looking forward to is when I can see reports coming in, you know, some of these analysts, you know, coaches from other teams or scouts or whatever, thinking Kansas city might blow out the Niners. I'm going the way this team's played all year. I wouldn't count on that given that they're, they haven't had a blowout all year. Now they've had a couple of games where someone's gotten up on them at a good point and they've come back and either run right. or lost real close. But ultimately I know this team's going to be prepared. I know they're going to be playing loose. They're going to play hard and win or lose. I mean, I'm just, I'm happy with the season we've had. I like a, I was really not expecting this this year. Right. Cause I, I was like going, well, if we go eight and eight, I'll be happy. That, <laughs> I mean, we were four and twelve last year. So. Yeah. Well, a little bit better than eight and eight. A little bit better than eight. Yeah. Eight. I think you. I think you got bit. that. You got that. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, were they like four ish? Like what? Like the past three years, they were around four wins. I mean, plus my, was, give or take a little bit. It was like six and ten one year, uh, and then after the other, it was four and twelve. Because the first year under Shanahan, that's when Garoppolo came in and they won like the last five games of the regular season, which mm. everybody was like, Woo! Oh, he, yeah. he's arrived, you know, and then he gets hurt against Kansas City. Um, and yeah, here out. it is. Here yeah. it is. The 49ers are the first team to reach the Super Bowl after four straight 10 loss seasons. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, that, I mean, they've been building. And, you know, it's easy to forget they... You know, you go back and, and you forget about um, Garoppolo being out that year with the ACL. You know what's crazy? Do you know who, who – that game was week three in 2018. It was on my birthday, by the way, September 23rd. Uh, the Chiefs were leading 30 – it was the Chiefs. The Chiefs were leading 38-24 yep. to 24 when Jimmy Garoppolo took off running, got hit on the sideline, and tore his ACL. I had completely that forgotten that was against the Chiefs. That, yeah, they were actually – because the – Chiefs just got up on them quick, uh-huh. and it was that second half where they actually started actually gelling and making a comeback. And then when he, we were like slide, and what did he do? He tried to get extra yardage, and he landed awkwardly on the sideline yep. and planted his leg, and that was it. It's like run out of bounds, dude. You, you don't have to try to cut back in when you're like you're one foot out of bounds anyway. Uh, learn a lesson in that. Learn a lesson in that. But you know, as much as that sucked, it set them up for. You know, being able to draft Bosa and doing some other things, and they they've done a good job with personnel. They had they had some pretty severe issues leading into hiring Shanahan, and they've they've done a really really good job. They've done a really good job, and if they can manage that roster right and the talent right, they're going to be in the mix for at least the foreseeable future. But it helps that just about any running back that comes into Shanahan's system pretty much can play in it. Well, I mean, it, it, you know, Kyle, Mike Shanahan. By the way, I love that where Mike handed Kyle the, the trophy. And then uh, they, they ended up having the hug. That was a great moment in the post game. That is definitely a proud Papa moment right oh there. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, but, but, you know, I think back to Mike Shanahan's best 
years with Denver. And I mean, like that, that run scheme they had was just incredible. And Terrell Davis was legit. Um, I will argue that with anybody till the cows come home. He was, he, he was, he was a great back and he fit the system wonderfully, but he was a legitimately great back. Um, shame his career got cut short by injuries, but those are the breaks with football. But even outside of Terrell Davis, I mean, they had people that they could bring in all kinds of dudes and they would just, they would be productive, man. They would just be productive because, I mean, they just opened up holes. I mean, that, that, that scheme they used was great. And the four downers this year, it just, they, they're doing the same stuff, man. You know, they've got, they've got good players. I don't want to mischaracterize Brita or Mostert or Coleman. All right. But what that scheme and what that line, what they can do to set them up to have success with guys that fit the system, it it sets you up for it sets you up for winning football, particularly in the damn playoffs, bro. Yeah. Particularly. And the 49ers, I mean, I think they have a lot of flexibility with with how they approach things on offense. Again, they're a complete team. They they I think they have a great attitude, a belief, an edge, whatever you want to say. However, well, however you want to say it with who they are and what they do and that will help them tremendously against the uh you know against the Chiefs Randy I, I think one of the reasons you see people saying uh, you know calling for a blowout I, I'd be surprised if it's a blowout but it's possible I don't think that it's probable um it just it just depends but if there's a couple of things that set that up it's probably related to and this is my understanding is you know the scheme the 49ers run um, which has that Pete Carroll, it's uh, Pete Carroll, Gus Bradley kind of vibe to it is that Andy Reed's had a lot of success against that scheme. Traditionally, Andy Reed's had a lot of success against that scheme and Mahomes is just playing out of this world, you know? So I mean, they're, they're going to have to get hats on that dude. I mean, you can't be stupid about it, but it, it, it's kind of like what a lot of teams have done against high power offenses and you have to disrupt them. That's easier said than done because Mahomes can move. Dude can move. But I, I think people are they're just looking at it and you know, they're looking at they're trying to figure out some trends and figure out some things and you know, I think they're probably riding on that a little bit and just ex, you know, thinking that if the Chiefs can get rolling that their best bet is to get the 49ers out of their run game and to put it on Garoppolo and then see if the 49ers can keep up because that gets them out of character. Now, I, yes, they had to shoot out against the Saints, so they have done it. But I, I just think that if, if the points are really rolling, I think the expectation is that the, the 49ers just won't be able to keep up. And maybe that's what happens, but, I, you know, possible. I don't think that's probable, but I do think it's possible. But that that's where I think people are going with that. Is that they're just looking for trends and they're just siding with you know um, a quarterback that's just playing lights out and if they can negate Mostert and the run game like they did to Derrick Henry in the second half of that Titans game, then you know they're looking at quarterbacks and they're going with the better quarterback. Well, and what we saw with and I this would be actually an excellent transition. What we saw with uh, Tennessee was the fact that. With Henry, he's he really is an in-between-the-tackles type runner. Whereas what we saw with what the Niners were doing, they were mm-hmm. motioning people left and right. They had they did pitch plays. They did oh yeah, they did counter trays. They did. I mean, they were just doing every little thing they could do to get 
to get space. They did, you know, jet sweeps where they, you know, it's it's crazy what that, what they what Shanahan cooks up with that offense, mm-hmm. finding ways to get the the ball into the hands of guys like uh, with Mostert or Coleman who was doing really well until he dislocated his shoulder. Yeah, and even Debo Samuel getting involved. Yeah, so it that's really gonna that you know that's always gonna be the big thing with any defense is trying to shut down that. But on top of it, even if they can get contain the running game somewhat. You have to look at the receiver matchups on, you know, with their defense. And mm-hmm. honestly, who is really going to – are they going to sit there and sacrifice Tyron Matthew on George Kittle all day? Because you know, I don't think any of their linebackers are good enough to cover him. Oh, no, it'll, it'll be a difficult assignment. Oh, I mean, man. that's probably what they'll have to do is put the honey badger on him. But then it's like we saw what – how much – how far – Debo Samuel's come along as a receiver. Shannon, what was your what was what was your line of the day while we were watching that game? I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you. I hope that there's a play in the Super Bowl where, like, if there's a turnover and Debo takes the ball back, and we can play. That's my ball, punk. (laughs) I liked how many times Shannon was like, "We should have the Colts should have drafted Debo Samuel." I said that draft night. No, you dude. did. Been, you did. Been, to be to be fair, you did. I've been preaching that for a while. Just like they drafted that freaking receiver when they should have drafted that freaking defensive lineman the Patriots got, Malcolm Brown. Yeah. And oh, they have guys. both the guys now, Philip Dorsett. Yep. Keep your mind on your job. <laughs> exactly. Jibba jabba. Jibba Where is that? I have no time for the jibba jabba. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, T. <laughs> One of us is in deep trouble. <laughs> I will never get that draft night because all of a sudden Shannon's like, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> yeah, goofy. Why? <laughs> I, 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 I got nothing. Dude, I got nothing, man. I was just, I was so pissed. I'm still pissed about that. Could have had you, Debo. You know, you know, honestly, I think the only person that had a more embarrassing loss than the Green Bay Packers was probably that dude who got his ass whooped by a bunch of furries out in San Jose. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine being the person that gets, you know, sat on by, I don't know, somebody in a pink cat, pink, I don't even know what that person was. I got to look at the video. Here's the one. Fight unfolds outside furry convention in San Jose. I love this. A handful of good Samaritans who had just left the annual FurCon convention in San Jose Friday jumped in to help the victim of a domestic violence attack. The event at the convention center had just ended when Kenzi Shiratsuki turned the corner and heard a woman screaming. This guy was just walloping a lady, Shiratsuki said. He had to have hit her ten times. That's terrible. That's a bad dude. So they opened the they opened the car door, pulled the dude out, pulled the man off the victim, right? And they just grabbed that dude, throw him on the ground. And they held the guy. They and they sat on him. I mean, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that that's crazy. You know, I mean, you know what I want to see happen. You know what I want to see happen. I want they need to send the, this group of furries to AB's house, drag that man out of his own house, and just sit on him. <laughs> like I want AB to be taken down by a bunch of furries. Well, he turned himself in tonight. Yeah. Oh, well, that's probably the right decision. But. Can you imagine the dude's look on a dude's face going, the hell is this? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he was thoroughly confused. We talk about instant karma, bro. Yeah. 
I mean, the karma there was just uh, quick. I, 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 th- I think your comment, your comment in the sports food chat said it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure we want to put that on the air. I, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what you said. I don't remember off the top of my head. I have to scroll uh, up to find well, it. Well, you know, they they go to beat the beaver. The first will come <laughs> save the beaver. <laughs> <laughs> and I will see you. For, that's it for me. It's my last podcast. I'll see you later. I'll see you later. <sighs> Shannon going Leroy Jenkins there. Yeah, a little mm, bit. Mm, Cheers, mm. by the way, gentlemen. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> He's drunk again! Oh, my God, who the hell cares? Hey, man. You said <laughs> balls. Damn right. What do you mean again? Well, like, go. still. Yeah, still. <laughs> He's drunk again. No, nah, he's still drunk. God, uh, uh, Mark, you've been pretty. You've been laying low over there for a little bit. So I tell you what, any kind, any kind of tie. It, woo! You all right over there? Easy there, killer. Golly, um, are, you, are you dragging your balls across the keyboard, man? What's going on over there? Hmm. <laughs> 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 And yes, Justin, you said balls. It, oh, oh, I know. I know. This is how we do it. <laughs> that is how we do it. That's appropriate for this one. Definitely, definitely, definitely. But, <laughs> anywho, I guess, uh, do, do you have a message for Whitfield from that game? <laughs> I, I, I think he's taken enough abuse. I mean, it's... <laughs> having to suffer through that game was enough abuse for all of us, and... <laughs> Yeah, I, I like the rest of us. I certainly expected a a decent game. I, I pretty strongly favored the the Niners as we talked about, but uh, yeah, yeah. it's embarrassment central. I think y'all covered it. Hey man, look, this is the best audio clip of that Forty Niners Packers game I could find. This is bar none. This cl- this clip is incredible. All right, this is on field. This is this is sideline microphones capturing this with Aaron Rodgers in that offense against that Forty Niners defense. Train wreck. <laughs> Flat out, 100% train wreck. Facts. F- hashtag facts. I also got, also recorded some audio of Whitfield before he fell asleep. <laughs> that was dirty. Oh my God, that was dirty pool. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah 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 or as chewbacca says there you go anyway all right i tell you what why don't we uh because i I want to we need to talk about the chiefs and some more time of the super bowl so we ought to probably take a quick break plus i need a new beer i drank all my beer we need a salute clock too man a salute clock some beer and then i think we can talk about chiefs titans and then just you know spend some time talking about the super bowl and wrap up and get out i do have a couple of dumb stories uh cherry picked some of which we've already mentioned in the sports brew chat maybe shannon can have another really bad line or a piece of commentary on it not that shannon would ever do that that's tomorrow and that is it for us today and we will leave you with a i can't do it (laughs) we'll do it live okay yep we'll do it live yeah we'll do it live 
Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> That's right. I'm, yeah. Damn it. That's still one of my favorites, man. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, thanks, Bill. I can tell you definitively, though, if I could turn back time, I sure as hell wouldn't have watched that damn game. <laughs> I can tell you that. It was a waste of my time. I would have just drank beers and had wings and eaten pizza. What the hell, man. Garbage. <laughs> well, at least on the bright side, Blue and Muffin got to play. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. I know. Blue's on the back nine, man. She's 15 or so, 15-ish. So she's on the back nine. I start, I, and I'm starting to think about it more and more all the time now when she has accidents and, you know, she has old dog eyes. And I'm like, oh, man. So, But that bums me out. I don't really want to think about that. <laughs> I'm Sorry. Go, no, it's okay. I, it's it, just fun for me to see them. To, no, 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 no. I, 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 no, I, I'm happy that you brought Muffin over. Um, they had a good time. They had a good time. It's just it's so weird to see them. At their current age, you know, they, they just, I mean, Muffin's still a, a bit more, is, is compared to Blue, she's very spry, right? Uh, yeah. But you can just see the age, man. Oh, by the way, in honor of Muffin, um, I actually went ahead and watched Scarface this week. Nice. Which I had never seen. I'd never watched it. So, yeah. Nice. Took me, it took, you, huh? Say, did, did you go to Sarah and say, say hello to my little friend? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. Uh, I enjoy. I, I liked the movie. I liked the movie. I made the mistake of starting it too late at night. So, uh, and that thing's like I don't know, what two and a half hours long. Uh, at least, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, all right, all right, one more beer. I'll just watch it a little bit longer. And then you know, in between the you know the chainsaw stuff and the, some of the other things that are going, I'm like, I need another beer, man. <laughs> so like, I stay up a little bit longer and keep watching it. Um, and I love. Uh, I you know, I mean, it was a good movie. I loved his ascent more than his decline, but. I'm glad I finally watched it. I, I'd seen clips of it, and you know, there's enough pop culture references. You're, you like, you know who he is, and you know what it is. I just never actually sat down and watched the whole movie, so I can check that one off my list. I was directed to watch, uh, or I was instructed to watch Straight Outta Compton, which I haven't seen, and Bohemian Rhapsody, which I haven't seen. So, and you know, nobody mentioned Fargo. I'm surprised, but. <laughs> Somebody mentioned Fargo. I feel like they've mentioned it a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Fargo? What's that? What? I've never heard of that what? one. What is this Fargo thing? I've heard of Fago. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. Anyway. All right. So uh, let me get a new beer, man. We need a salute o'clock, a new beer, and and uh, I think some cheat, uh, some cheats. Some cheap stab. Cheats, that's the Astros, or the Houston Asterisks, as they're called these days. <laughs> Jeez, God bless. They, they stole your words. They, they did, they did. They, you know, probably have a camera in here, too. Bastards. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, but incidentally, I will say I do feel bad for you, uh, Darvish. That guy got completely hosed by that whole thing. Oh yeah, completely hosed by that stuff. I wonder how. I wonder how much salt that guy has over that. I mean, don't oh. you have to? Don't you have to have a little bitterness? I mean, I feel like that. That you know, that was such an impactful, like an adverse impact for that guy because he got so piled on. He got so piled on, and now it's like, mm-hmm. 
we see what you did there. Anyway, uh, look, we're the Sports Brew. I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break, get a beer, and then uh, we'll come back and finish this stuff off. Uh, Chiefs, Titans, and some interesting stats from that game. And I think we can just talk about the Super Bowl, man. Have a good time and wrap this up and shut it down and get the hell out of here. Mark, you good? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. All right, uh, as always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, our home feed on uh, Podbean, keywords are sports and brew, whether that's on Twitter, at VA Sports Brew, or on Facebook. Again, look up the Sports Brew, you will find us. Uh, there is a pub somewhere that is called the Sports Brew, and uh, that is not us, although hopefully they have good food and good prices on beer. Look, all you got to look is the picture of, of five wonderfully handsome gentlemen, and I don't, I don't know if Mark was old enough to drink yet in that picture. Well, we didn't tell anybody, but... I'm no, we didn't. Drinking. But look us up, man. We'll have some fun hang out. But anyway, we'll take a quick break, stretch your legs, we'll come back, Chiefs-Titans, more Super Bowl chatter, and then whatever wrap-up thoughts we have. And I've got... We do have some special stupidity saved. There is no doubt. We always do. We're the sports brew. What do you expect? Anyway, we'll be back in just a second. Yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. And uh, as we are wont to do here on the sports brew... Oh, man, I forgot my beer. How did I leave to get a beer and I forgot my beer? Now i got to pause and go get a beer. God bless. Hold on. <laughs> All right, there we go. Now I have a beer. I can't believe I came back and we were going to do a slew the clock and I had no beer because I forgot the beer. <sighs> Fail. Just to clarify, had you grabbed one and you left it somewhere or you hadn't even grabbed one? I had not even grabbed one. <laughs> Corrected. <laughs> <laughs> Much like the Packers, my beer did not show up. So, yeah. <laughs> Pitiful. Had to correct that. But anyway, let's go ahead and have a salute o'clock. Let's you do this. I get the clapper. No, you gotta I mean, get the clapper. They make a cream for that, the beer Shannon. Clapper, you know? <laughs> the beer clapper. <laughs> Don't clap. He's already got it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. We're talking about Woodfield like that, man. That's not nice. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible, man. The the savagery is real. I know. I know. (laughs) What what was that article you posted the other day? Your meanest friend is the one who's like the most honest with you or something? The, the, The one that likes you the most or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, sub like that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so they say. If that's, we must love Woodfield. We, we must love Woodfield a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Who the hell cares? Nobody. Nobody except us. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares, man. Oh, man. Anyway, all right, salute the clock. So uh, I'm enjoying, I already crushed out a Stone IPA, and now I have another Stone IPA, but it is the Ghost Hammer IPA. I love the multi-pack they have at Costco. And uh, additionally, of course, I've got my Jack and Coke, the old uh, Rod Gardner blend, which is about a fitty-fitty. So mighty tasty. Mmm. And I, I I do want to say I dedicate this uh, I dedicate this uh, salute o'clock and raising this glass to Eli Manning for his career and uh, Lindy and I, I, I know you like to I know you like to you know you're, you're poking fun and 
dumping on him. And that's okay. You're the you're a Patriots fan. I would expect you to dump on Eli. That's your job. Do your job. That's your job. I get it. I get it. But I, I think most people realistically understand and you know appreciate Eli and the Giants. And you can say, well, it was a defense. It was this, that. It's too lucky play. You can go to the Steve Smith route and say, oh, it's two lucky plays. But no matter how you slice it, that Giants team ended a perfect season and denied Tom Brady and the Patriots two rings. And so for people that hate the Patriots, they'll always enjoy that. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? They will always enjoy that. And quite frankly, if you hate the Patriots, you got to thank the NFC East, man. <laughs> you know, you got to give the NFC East a little dap and a little love for taking some rings away from them, man. Them's the breaks. But anywho, all kidding aside, all kidding aside, we will raise a glass to Eli Manning. I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss him. But uh, hell of a career. And yes, benefits from the New York media. Yes, benefits from being a likable guy. Yes, benefits from having the last name of Manning. Uh, and I do. he's certainly a Hall of Famer. It's just a matter of when. I'm not sure he's a first ballot guy, but he's going to be in. Two-time Super Bowl MVP, he's getting in. Two rings, he's getting in. Longevity, durability, he's getting in. Played in that market, getting in. May not be first ballot. But I think, even if he's not, I think he'll be close. I think he'll be close. Manning, by the way, is just one of five players in NFL history with two Super Bowl MVPs. You guys want to throw a dart at the other uh, the other guys? Joe Montana? That's one of them. Tom Brady? Tom Brady's another one of them. Uh, multiple, multiple, multiple. Go go old school. Go old school. Bradshaw. Bradshaw's one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's one more. Aikman. Nope. Emmett Smith. Nope. I'll give you the team. Green Bay. Old oh, uh, Stab. Uh, Stab. No. Star. Star. Bart Star. Bart Star. Bart Star. Yeah. Bart Star. Bart Starback. <laughs> That's good. You did really well, man. Good job, McGuffin. No wonder you win NFL trivia on cruise ships. That's right, man. Now I know why. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, look, seventh all-time in passing touchdowns, seventh all-time in passing yardage, and, and and don't forget they won the Super Bowl both times as a wild card team. And uh, he had a fifteen to two touchdown to interception ratio in those Super Bowl runs. Yes, you can say, well, they didn't win any other playoff games, but. You know, you can hold all. Here's the thing that's funny to me is we talk about it being the ultimate team sport, and then you hold you hold failures against individuals like just no tomorrow. You know, eh, whatever. I I think he's I think he's in the Hall of Fame again. The name helps. The new playing for the Giants helps. Being likable helps. But let's not pretend he wasn't productive. Let's not pretend he didn't have two of the most signature wins in Super Bowl history and and a couple of the most signature plays in Super Bowl history. Uh, somebody said. He had uh, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame uh, with some Hall of Fame moments, but a non Hall of Fame career, and I thought that was really cold. I thought that was really harsh, honestly. But he is to me. He is to me. Maybe that's some recency bias, but you know, I, I don't have any problems if he's first ballot. It doesn't bother me if he's first ballot. As long he, as you get in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's getting in, dude. He's getting in. 
He's getting that. Mark, what are you drinking, man? As as we raise a glass to old Eli, what are you drinking, bro? Yes, sir. Raising a glass to Eli, uh, enjoying my uh, my my absolute favorite beer these days. Uh, <clears throat> fancy fancy bitch called a uh, Duchess de Bouillon. It's a a Flemish sour ale, and it's uh, it's quite uh, quite fantastic. So hmm. salute o'clock. Salute o'clock. Shane, what you got, brother? Dude, I am rolling with the Hardywood Kentucky Christmas Morning. Mm. Last podcast of my uh, 30s and going out with my favorite beer. So, there you go. That's the way to do it, brother. Nice job. Randy, what you got, bro? I have myself a uh, Victory Sour Monkey. Nice. Isn't that what you brought for the game? I had a couple couple left. Yeah. So, I figured I would just uh, finish it off in honor of uh, reliving the game. There you go. Why not? What the hell, man? Uh, side note, side note, I know people like to pile on Eli for the interceptions. And again, we've had some fun at Eli's expense over the years. We have, and some of that he, he earned with some ugly moments. But I don't think that, you know, that doesn't tell the whole tale of who somebody is. So, uh, anybody want to wager a guess? Wager a guess where Eli ranks all time as far as interceptions? Uh, number one or two, I'd say. Nope. Number one is yeah, man. Number one is the gunslinger, baby. Brett Favre. <laughs> Brett Favre's number one. Like it's not even close, dude. <laughs> he's got uh, three. He's got three hundred thirty-six. But you know, Favre has like ten thousand, like almost ten thousand two hundred attempts, sixty-three hundred completions. And he's got three hundred thirty-six picks. I mean, but you know, look, Eli's played a lot of years. So yeah. I mean, I know it's up there. How about this? How about some names that have more picks, more that have thrown more interceptions than Eli? Oh God, James hmm. Winston. We we know far. James was hadn't played long enough. Man, give James at least three more years, at least three, at least three more years, and maybe that happens. Because there's some name, there's some names above him, and again, some of this is you know, I mean, Eli, his career is 2004 to 2019. So I mean, he played a long time, and he he played 236 games, 8,119 attempts. Just under 4,900 completions and 57,000, a little over 57,000 passing yards. If the football database is completely up to date on this, you know, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers is not. No, Philip Rivers is, does not have more picks. I like. I like the guess though. Philip Rivers actually, uh, and I'll tell you the number. Eli Manning is number 11 on this list. Oh, wow. Number 11. Uh, number uh, number 14 is Drew Brees. Yeah. But Big Ben. It, Roethlisberger is actually number 32. He's only, he's thrown 191. Philip Rivers is tied for 29th with Jim Plunkett, and he has 198. Troy Aikman. Mm-mm. I'd have to look for Troy Aikman, man. Marino? Um, Marino is number eight. Okay. He has 252. Okay. Elway. Elway is number 16, 226. Wow, I mm-hmm. thought he would be higher because he had long longevity there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Testaverde. Vinny Testaverde is number four, two hundred sixty-seven. Mm. Very nice, Look at you, Randy. Good, good job, man. Good I'm job. Think of some of these guys that have played a good long career. Steve that... the Bird. Do you know who really surprised me is number two, George Blanda. 277. I never would have Did guessed he have, that. Like, one of the longest careers in NFL history, yeah. though. He, yeah, but he only he played he, for, Yeah, he played he's forever. He's always on like every all like, yeah. century team and all yeah. that. And... Yeah. 
Johnny Unitas is number seven, 253. Oh, Johnny U. Joe Namath? Joe, where is old Joe? Joe is number 20 with 220. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Warren Moon? Warren Moon is number 15. Wow. 233. Let me see if I, if I can find Troy Aikman. I don't even know if he's in the top 50. Holy crap. Let's see. Jaworski. Did somebody say McNabb? <laughs> I can't. I can't believe nobody has said McNabb, man. That, that's a, that, that's great. But uh, he. Let me look up. I don't think McNabb's in the top fifty. Hold on. Let me just search. Let me. Let me just, no, no, McNabb's not in the top fifty. His passes were too low to the ground. They couldn't count them as interceptions. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it, 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 bounce, bounce passes don't count. They do not. All right, so here we go. In in order from number one to number 11. And I might mispronounce some people's names because they're old school. But number one, Brett Favre. Number two, George Blanda, uh, 277. And Brett has 336. Number three, John Hadle, 268. Number four, Vinny Testaverde, 267. Number five, Fran Tarkenton, 266. Number six, Norm Sneed, 257. Number seven, Johnny Unitas, 253. Number eight, Dan Marino, 252. Number nine, and nobody even wagered this guy as a guess. Number nine, Peyton Manning, 251. Yeah, I was actually thought of him, but I just never said it. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's because you don't you don't associate him with that. Number ten, Jim Hart, 247. Number eleven, Eli Manning, with 244. <laughs> See, I mean, just continuing to prove, like, who was the better Manning. <laughs> Look at you, man. Uh, anybody want to uh, wager a guess where Tom Brady falls in the top 50? I'd say somewhere in the 30s. 40, 41. Oh, that was... I'm going to say 25. Uh, no, uh, Mark's all over that, man. Uh, Brady is, is ranked number 41 with 179. Oh, shit. Yeah, how about <laughs> that? Woo! Dude, uh, guy, that was spot on, brother. Good job. Yeah. I won a prize. Yeah, you know you can take another drink of your beer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised John Kitna made the list. <laughs> He's in there. He's number forty nine. Good old Kitna. Yeah, good old, good old John. Why would you be surprised? <laughs> I just didn't. I just. I just didn't think he played enough. You know what I'm saying? Some of this is. I, I guess you have to be terrible. <laughs> you know. But there, there's oh, some just pe- wait. Jameis Winston will catch him. Yeah, I mean da- between what Detroit and Cincinnati for him, those that yeah, probably yeah. is where he got a lot of those picks. Yeah, so, I'm surprised uh, Fitzpatrick's not on that list. Yeah, I mean, I, it, where I'd be curious about is if you looked at somebody's ratio, uh, because this is really this is really about total numbers. But if you looked at somebody's ratio and like their interception percentage, some of those guys would be high up. But because they're so high up, they just don't have the you know, number of games started, number of attempts, and all that other stuff. So, you know, that's the way these things work. But it, it's just because people talk about Eli and the pick so much, I was like, let me pull this list. And, you know, it feels like, it, because of what people say, you feel like he's, like, right there on Brett Favre's earth on, with the number of picks, and he's not. Again, I, I love old Brett. He's my fa- he's my favorite player all time, man. Uh, Favre and Daryl Green, those are my dudes. And Reggie White, also my dude. I miss that guy. I mean, nobody's even close to Brett. Nobody's close, man. <laughs> 336, the next closest person is 277. I mean, that's ridiculous. That is completely ridiculous. 
Thank you, Brett. (laughs) (laughs) Brett being Brett. (laughs) Brett being Brett, dude. You know, but again, if you look at the number of attempts he has, it's just, it's crazy. So, I mean, you're just a Bob product of that. You're going to have some picks. So, anywho, but uh, we'll raise a glass. It's been a fun ride. Thanks for the memories. And uh, people can hate all they want. They can play November Rain all they want. Oh, uh, dude, you got to break it out. Oh, you want that? I uh, think that was to. only us that did that. Maybe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, may, it may only Old be. Old November Lane. Yeah. It might only be us. I mean, that was a staple for a number of years here. It was. And that was every time it rolled around to November with the New York Giants. We called it the November lame. That's what happened. Well, you know what? We think it's only us. How special would it be if, like, he gets his Hall of Fame induction and his, like, walk-up music is, you know, November rain. Oh, my God. Like, gets, gets up there and gives a shout-out to the sports group. Come on, you know? <laughs> it could happen. I think that's as likely as Haloti Nada doing the Case Race Challenge with us. <laughs> but hey, I still believe. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Oh, well, he's retired. He's got time now. <laughs> we just got to get in touch with his agent. Uh, yeah, that's it. You know what? Uh, I would I would love a, no- a November raindrop. And if it, if his Hall of Fame speech could somehow have the D-stat fart in it, we'd, it, <laughs> it would be complete. You know what I'm saying? Like. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, that would finish it off. That would finish it off. That'd be great. <laughs> oh my god! But a, a hell of a career, a hell of a run, and uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, pe- people can hate, people can pile on, people can say all all they want. He doesn't care. I think he's the. I think he's made more money than any other player in NFL history. By the way, from from contract from NFL contracts. I'm sure there's you factor off field stuff. It's different, but. Um, I think I, I could swear he is uh, is the highest total like monetary value from NFL contracts in NFL history. That's amazing because uh, I wouldn't have guessed that out of the gate either. No, you know? no, he got he got paid pretty well over the years. So. Yeah, but I mean, clearly it's that's not gonna, surprising. No, I mean that will get eclipsed because there's just you know quarterback contracts are going through the roof and. God bless a guy like Mahomes is is just going to completely reset the market if is if that's what he wants to do and the Chiefs have to pay him. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's oh, like there's pay, no debate. There's no debate. There's no debate. You can't be like, no, nah, we're not going to pay. We're going to let you walk. I mean, you can't do that. I mean, you got to pay that dude. Go ahead. Indy's got the cap room. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, Mark, uh, somebody's already uh, already dropped a hundred fifty thousand dollar bet on the Chiefs on the money line. Yeah. 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 That doesn't surprise me. No. I'm curious. They'll be, they'll be bigger. But. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there'll be some multi-million dollar ones floating around at some point. Um, if you <laughs> if you had to drop a bet right now, just out of curiosity, because what did that open at? Is it a point and a half? It, it opened at a point for uh, for KC, and uh, yeah. that honestly slightly surprised me. My, my, my brother and I were talking about it, and I, I guessed. Uh, I honestly thought the, the Niners would open his favorites by mm. – point and a half um so i was surprised to see it reverse obviously not that big a difference um I, I i usually i mean first off i always say like betting on the super bowl like i just i it's it, i would be really hard pressed to just feel massively confident about one way or the other because i mean this game goes so many different ways both these teams are so ridiculously talented uh but uh, if i had to i mean if i'm forced to say i i still think i i, I gotta go with niners um i just now, do you, do you mean to win or to cover? 
I mean, honestly, if you're taking either either bet, I mean, you, you you're believing that the team could win or would win. So so with I mean, a line either. like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, if if you don't believe that they can win, then you're not you're not betting that game. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, I, I say I, I think the Niners win. So I mean, obviously they're underdogs, so they you know, cover as well. And uh, yeah, so honestly, so, similar reasons to what we talked about uh, about last week. You know, I just I still certainly feel like they are the most complete. I think Randy makes a lot of great points that they're mm-hmm. clearly so prepared. They don't let up. They're they're never never taking the foot off the pedal. They play as a team, like you said. They don't really don't give a shit about stats. If they're winning, they're happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, I'm not remotely discounting this Kansas City team as though they're just going to roll over and let it happen. Uh, I don't think they're going to pull a Packers, but uh, <laughs> yeah, sound too, sound too close to pulling Packers. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Whoa! So maybe I shouldn't say yeah. that that way. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> But, uh, no, I, I, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I expect to have a game. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, iTunes. Uh, I want me some glory hope. <laughs> Was it All of a sudden, I turned to get off my lawn. Get off my lawn! <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> By the way, did you guys hear... Did you guys watch the video of Mahomes' girlfriend going absolutely bananas yeah. in that game? Oh my god, dude! I, I, like I, I, I can't imagine following that her on Instagram or whatever wow. social media app. Um, talk to Russell Wilson. <laughs> talk, an escape talk, plan. talk to Russell Wilson. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is a horror movie or a celebration, man. That last one scared me. <laughs> Call Russell Wilson, bro. Call him. <laughs> I still love it's so awful. Like how do you how'd you like to be that chick memorialized forever? In that draft picture with Russell Wilson, and she's just like mouth all agape. You know what I mean? Like forever. She's, yeah. She's, now she's the ex-wife of yeah. Russell Wilson. Yeah. Well, that's those are the breaks, man. Them's the breaks. Them's the breaks. By the It'd way, what, crazy. By the way, was it me or was it really weird to have boys and men like geared out in like Forty Nine er stuff? <laughs> that was strange. They're playing, they're playing to the crowd. I man. know. They're, it's it's it, you know, but they're Philly guys. It's one thing to sing the anthem there, right? But they were totally decked out in 49ers gear. I mean, that was kind of wild, wasn't it? It was a little much, yeah. It but I, I get is. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it. I, 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 I get it. The, but yeah. Play to the crowd. I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, reasonable people understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad they didn't say anything. Motown, San Fran, back again. <laughs> I mean, that would have been, 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 been too much. But like, it's in fucking Motown. What are you talking about? Motown San Fran. Oh, that would have been great, dude. You gotta have that one on. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have Motown San Fran. But of course, I have some boys to men, man.
Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, they'd have to totally change it. Motown, Sanfro, doing a little West Coast. They'd have to change that thing all up. Uh, by the way, I want to thank Joe Montana for his bold prediction that he guarantees my team will win the Super Bowl. <laughs> and he played for the 49ers and the Chiefs. Love that. Very funny, by the way. Good way to go out on a limb there, uh, Goat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, good times, good times. Um, I, it's, sorry, Mark. We kind of ran roughshod over what you were talking about with some of the betting stuff, but you, you, you're, oh, you're, you're taking like Niners stuff. Uh, side note: just as a reminder, the 49ers have lost, and Randy, correct me if I'm wrong. They lost by three, three, and seven. And were all of those on the last play of the game? Essentially, because you got to figure the overtime game went directly to the last seconds of overtime with mm-hmm. Seattle. Uh, Tucker hits the game-winning field goal as time expires yep. and then ba- and Julio gets the touchdown <clears throat> right ba- basically yeah. on the very last play of the game essentially. Yeah. Uh rando fun factoid, the underdogs have covered the spread in 8 of the previous 12 Super Bowls dating back to 2007. Wow. That that bodes well for San Fran. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh so yeah, I just I, I and it's, what's tricky is I mean I, I I still honestly haven't decided who I want to root for. Uh, you know, I've, I've been, I, you know, again, I don't, I don't know who is not a Mahomes fan. I mean, he's so incredibly fun to watch. Uh, certainly that offense is so phenomenal and high octane. Uh, wife and I have, you know, our, our Iowa, you know, because of her family, the Iowa tie. So certainly Kittle, big, yeah. big Kittle, Kittle, Kittle fans. Uh, so I'm just, I'm really excited. I mean, I, I, I feel like I gotta, I gotta make a decision. I, I, I'm just not ready to make it just yet. But uh, I'll, I'll figure it out before the game starts. Got to have somebody to root for. But uh, just excited that it's, a, it's a, a new matchup. It's a unique matchup. Uh, I really do expect a great game. I'm not even. I'm not. We're not even going to a party. We're just going to watch it here. Probably. Uh, I think a uh, uh, sports brew uh, fan, the, the, the donkey, will join. Because uh, I also realize that I, I just. I don't know that I can really deal with like big Super Bowl parties anymore. Just because like. I love watching the game too much. So, like, everybody who isn't there to watch the game and just wants to bullshit and hang out, I'm like, shut up, shut up. I want to watch the game. No, go away. I, I'm ignoring you. I want to watch the game. Now, you know how Justin and I feel when our kids are bothering us every Sunday. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I do not envy that. Uh, so. <laughs> you can go all Sam Jackson to people, man. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think I think at last check the uh, the over under it's a little higher than I expected. Uh, but I think it's fifty four or fifty four and a half possibly even. Yeah, I would I would slightly favor the under there. There there will be plenty of points scored. I just feel like especially if San Fran wins, you know they they obviously have to do as best they can. I mean as every every team does to try and you know keep Kansas City as contained as possible. You're not going to yeah. shut them out, but keep them in the you know twenties. Low twenties if possible, and uh, I think you give yourself a good, good, good damn shot. Yeah, Mahomes as a starter, by the way, is twenty-seven and eight, and in those eight losses, they're by thirty-six points total. So they have no loss that's by more than seven. The reality is that Mahomes keeps the Chiefs in every single yep. game, yep. every single game. Chiefs, by the way, are, are averaging forty-three points per game in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> the sec- the second most by a team entering the Super Bowl. You want to guess the only team to score more? Patriots. Nope. 
scored more. Yeah. Wow. 43 mm. points per game. They're, that's the second most of a team entering the Super Bowl. Uh, Saints? Nope. Packers? Nope. 19, <laughs> 1990. Redskins? Nope. 49ers? Buffalo Bills. Bill. Bills. The, the Buffalo Bills. Bills. Oh, that's yeah. right. Ah. That, was, that, was, that was the Bills Giants Super Bowl. That was the year of that one. Yep. And that's. They were, they were murdering Redskins everybody that year. Yeah. Yeah. Right oh. Now. Yeah. Jim, Bills were murdering everybody that year. Yeah. Jim Kelly and the K Gun, baby. <laughs> yeah. You know what, what's, what's unfortunate um, about the Bills having never won a Super Bowl is I think people have. Um, and this sounds awful, but I think people have largely forgotten how good that team actually was and how much that offense yeah. accomplished and how good Jim Kelly was. They Woo. got the four straight Super Bowls. Dude. I know. I mean, that says damn. a lot right there. I know, but they like but they didn't win, you know. Yes, understood. But and unfortunately, unfortunately, they got slaughtered in three of them. Yeah, and see, honestly, you damn know, NFC East. Well, that and that was. See, I would have loved to see if the Niners got could have had a shot at the three peat, but obviously the Giants stopped them. But the whole idea is I would have loved to see that Niners team versus the Bills. I would have yeah. loved to see just how that would have played out. Uh, well, hopefully better than you know the 49ers and the Chargers played out a few years later. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Bobby Ross uh, has ties to Benedictine where, where I graduated from high school. And so we did this big banner for him. And we sent it to him. And then they got completely eradicated. <laughs> I don't even remember what that... What the final score was, other than it was awful, <laughs> terrible. Hey, I'm just gonna say this. Mm. You know, we, we we I joked about having Randy and Matt in the cage mm-hmm. for the Packers Niners. Mm-hmm. I think we should have Randy and Andy Reid in the cage for the Super Bowl. Really? No. I'm putting my money on Randy. All, all I want is for and <laughs> <laughs> all I want is for Andy <laughs> Randy Reid. I want Randy Reid. Right. <laughs> All I want is for Andy Reid to to like totally bust through a red banner of some kind of like Kool Aid Man, and my my football life will be complete. My football fandom will totally. I want you know what I mean. Like that would be so fantastic. That'd be so Dude. fantastic. Are you kidding? Not going. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Random Justin. <laughs> when we went to um oh god, what was the Midlothian neighborhood that had all the lights? I know which oh, one God. you're talking about. I can't think of the and, name, but they, they do the yeah. they do the tacky light anyway, or the Christmas light tour. They had one of the houses had songs, and it had Little John, and it had the Kool Aid Man in mm-hmm. a Little John Christmas song. That's pretty wonderful. That's, oh, dude, it was just Lily, who my God, by the way, guys, is 14 on Saturday. Oh, Jesus, yeah, tell me. About <clears throat> you better, you better, you better hold on, brother. Dude, as, as, man. Uh, you know, what, what was that line in Die Hard? Was it like, hang on to your butts, it's about to get bumpy? Is that what it was? Something like that? <laughs> yeah. Brother. Brother. But she and I, <laughs> we were driving through there and we're rolling when that came on. We were like, Lil John and Kool-Aid Man in the same song? Are you yeah. kidding me? It's yeah. just freaking awesome. That is fantastic. Hey, man, how long are we going to listen to this jive? <laughs> Little John Christmas songs is one thing, but the Kool Aid Man coming in there, mm-hmm, oh dude, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. forget, just shut it <laughs> and, down, and just shut it down. 
Uh, look, man, uh, we keep talking about the Super Bowl, so I guess we might as well clean up a little Chiefs-Titans things real quick. 35-24, but I don't know that the game oh. really well, – what? Uh, uh, well, I was, I was probably going to say I, I think I probably need to cut out momentarily, so I was going to say I don't know if you have anything specific towards me. I'll, I'll let you all back clean up with the uh, KC Titans. I think the only thing I have specific for you is <laughs> – hold on, let me close this out. Uh, only because I, I somehow I think that you would be fascinated by this, and maybe may, I don't know who posted this. I had it saved, and one of y'all posted it in the chat. But you know, since so talking about the Super Bowl and uh, you know football, and that's right. Keyword. No. Nope. Oh my God! God not who? The not hell that one. Cash. Hey, look. You said balls. 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 That's right. Yeah, it's that so article. yeah, it is that one. So this headline by itself is just fantastic. People are dipping their balls in the soy sauce after learning <laughs> testicles have taste receptors. So apparently, oh <laughs> a, tra- <laughs> a trend on Randy, you're cute. <laughs> oh, oh, for fuck's sake! Come on. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I'm I'm the only one who's tried that. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> <laughs> How did it taste, Mark? I mean, it, it was pretty spectacular. <laughs> Can't believe you guys haven't enjoyed a little soy sauce on the balls. Rest not, man. You didn't put it on TikTok. Well, Doesn't that make that more like TikTok? <laughs> more like TikTok? All right, so you're. But, I mean, some of these tweets are great. Balls have taste buds. <laughs> Your testicles have taste receptors. Uh, indeed, this is true. Uh, the function of taste receptors and signaling proteins outside of the taste system is still unclear. In some areas, they seem to be part of the chemical sensing of sugars or amino acids. If you had us saying amino acids during this sports, this episode of the Sports Brew, <laughs> by God, take a shot. Just apparently and not a, not of ba- the lottery. Not of ball soaked soy sauce. Don't do that. <laughs> the study found that, ta- that these taste receptors, including taste proteins for sweet and umami flavors, are present in the testicles of mice and have a role in their fertility. Without these receptors, when they were taken out of the mice, the rodents became infertile. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> their sperm struggled to swim and their testicles became malformed. Mm. 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 So... <clears throat> And now people are teabagging condiments. Hey, do you think Peyton Manning did that in the waiting room? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, just saying. So, yeah. So people are doing TikTok videos. and I mean, you, they can't actually show their balls going in the soy sauce, right? Thank but, God. Yeah. So at TikTok these days, people are dipping their balls in soy sauce, and they're lighting their houses on fire with a penny and a, you know. Phone jack or a power outlet because you're idiots. <laughs> you're so stupid, people. How? I know. Oh. So, uh, TikTok users are dipping their balls in soy sauce to see if they can taste. Apparently, these users have been reading Business Insider, which reported in 2013 on that study, but also several other parts of the body have these taste receptors the stomach, the lungs, the brain, and testicles. Uh, anyway, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I come mean, on, man! Come on, man! Like for real? Now, look, if if you have a kinky fetish with your significant other, <laughs> and you want to dip their dip your balls and then dip it again with them, like that's one. Like I, I sort of get that. 
right? I mean, it's not my thing, but I mean, hashtag soy sauce challenge. By the way, do you think the furries do that? What do you think? But nah. I was about to say we need to queue up Chef from South Park based on this article. Yeah, Good yeah, lord. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that song in a yeah. long time. Uh, and by the way, Justin, this all this balls brought to you by balls. You by... said balls. <laughs> you said balls. Uh, what's in the box? So- soy sauce balls. That's what's in the box. <laughs> Sweet and sour. You like it. Yeah. All right, speaking of thing, I don't know if, we, if, if this is ever talked about on the podcast, I apologize, but uh, I feel like Justin, if nobody else would have heard of this, but the like wellness community now like loving this thing calling uh, perineum sunning. Or like people are, you know, <laughs> yeah, spend, yeah. they spend like thirty seconds, you know, fucking <laughs> sunning their their asshole, <laughs> saying it's you know it's really good, really good for their health. Yeah, yeah. Uh, head down, well, ass up. I mean, what the hell? I I, I think if I actually remember right, I think um, Thanos. What's what's the actor's name? I think he said he tried it. It was like no. Josh Brolin. Yeah, I think he was like what, yeah, what? tried it, burned my ass, didn't like it, never do that again, <laughs> dude. dude. <laughs> Dude, of all the things I do not want to burn, file my asshole no. and my taint. Like, no, 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 no. no. That's a terrible. That's a that's a terrible move. But I just I never thought that I'd, in a million years I'd see like you know articles in the world like perineum sunning. Like, what are you talking about? Negative. Oh my god. Oh, for fuck's sake! So, Grant. So, so, just a, a couple Jesus. of a, a couple of fun a couple of fun lines from the IFL Science article. Uh, so, while the fact there may be taste receptors in the testicles, while that's pretty damn interesting, it unfortunately doesn't mean uh, that there's any evidence that can actually taste things. It's why you never see the judges plonk their testicles in the pudding on Master Chef. <laughs> that's true. Okay. It's like- Bolt, yep, that yeah, tastes yeah, like pudding. Yeah, I mean, come yeah, on. The, the, I think we'd all be pretty concerned if they started to do that. <laughs> uh, I love Shannon's uh, reaction over here, too. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what's what Randy doing? No, no. I, I, I got, I got enough. <laughs> Can you see that on like Restaurant Rescue or one of these things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see Gordon Ramsay just dropping trowel and, oh, this is shitty. My balls do not like what this the at fuck all. Is you fucking cow. Here's my balls and your fucking pudding. It's like, my man. balls are not happy right now. <laughs> it is uh, not a joyous taste uh, well, on my sack. Uh, while we're. This is a line from the article. I'd like to add that nobody seems to notice that these receptors are also found in the anus, and yet you don't oh. walk around tasting shit in your mouth the whole time, making your scientific test pretty redundant. Uh, those that claim they do taste it are probably getting a whiff of it as it splashes against their scrotum and mistaking this oh. for smell. <laughs> yeah. mm. I quit. I don't know. I wondered why boomers judge Gen Z until I saw a thread about the, the challenge. <laughs> Should we be queuing up Shaq right about now? <laughs> you know what, Randy? Oh that my is... God, dude. I was taking a drink of my beer when you said that. Oh, my God. That's perfect. Jesus. Great ass! That's right. Shaq, where are, you to? where are you at, buddy? Oh, God. Say hello to my new friend. Tell me how my ass tastes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Yikes. Hey, where are the white women at? Soy sauce balls, yo. <laughs> Soy sauce balls, man. <laughs> Somehow I believe that, it, that, like, I could buy, I could buy that somewhere along there was a bad bet that Mark would have dipped his nuts in soy sauce. <laughs> somewhere along the line, not hot sauce. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think you can do hot sauce. Mm. Wait, mm, I don't want to do hot sauce. Damn, you, no, I mean, I mean, someone, somebody would have paid me to do it. Damn it! <laughs> I mean, I, I could throw a couple bucks together. I don't know. <laughs> But you're not coming to my birthday, you bitch. <laughs> I know. Damn it. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! There you go. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I know. Family obligations, bro. I understand. Man. Oh, well, if I, if I can shift one on you real quick, uh, Captain. Yeah. Uh, this is this very possibly maybe on your list of uh, of stories for the week, but uh, maybe who knows? You read one about a, a, a Andrew, Andrea Grocer, a 51 year old woman in a, uh, I think it's kind of pronounced Natick, Massachusetts. No, hey, give give me the lowdown. Yeah. That's uh, she uh, was arrested and uh, being charged with uh, eight counts of wanton destruction of property as uh, they've caught her uh, repeatedly uh, shitting outside of. Uh, Sporting goods store. Nice. Yeah. I mean, are you sure that's not Lindy doing that and then putting the blame on this lady? <laughs> I mean, it could be. It could be. <laughs> uh, he he copied us. Uh, he, he mentioned us in an article earlier today. I'd, I'd have to pull it up. But that someone in the comment section also did um, talk about the shitting lady. So I assume <laughs> that's near him as well. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right, is she related to the, whoever was the the jogging pooper? Was that Colorado? <laughs> Where was it? Was that Denver? Yeah, the, the, the mad pooper. That was in Colorado. Yes, yeah, it could be. The, the mad pooper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how'd you like to be that person? <laughs> I would not. Uh, I think literally, quite, literally, quite, quite, quite literally, that shit's going to stay with you the rest of your life. So, yeah, uh, in perpetuity. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, I hate to disappoint all the people that are into the ball tasting uh, competition here. Uh, the study, the study would have revealed that those receptors function inside the balls in order to sense sweet umami flavors, uh, critical to identifying and compounding proteins in the generation of sperm. So yeah, hmm. yeah, okay. <laughs> so stupid. So now we've talked about people pooping, people dipping their nuts in soy sauce. I mean, we're we're officially off the rails at this point. <laughs> but won't be ever on the rails? No, no. I feel like I've been kind of scatterbrained tonight, anyway. So, same. same. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I just do. I've been all over the damn place. It's been a week, dude. It's 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 been a it fucking week, brother. It has been, but it, it has it, it has been. All right, Mark. How about this? How about this? How about this? Thoughts uh, from Chiefs Titans, and then um, any other particular interesting tidbits as far as uh, you know, 49ers and Chiefs from the Super Bowl perspective, and then we'll do the rest because uh, I do want to talk about the you know the Chiefs game and 
Oh, uh, some of the fun with numbers, some of the random stuff uh, that's there. Oh, my general takeaway was, was uh, I mean, I found it very entertaining. I feel like a handful of people I've talked to um, are a little more negative on the Titans uh, than I am. I think they played, obviously, you know, pretty damn good uh, to start the game. And, and, you know, and then I think the Chiefs kind of, you know, turned it on. I mean, really, really you know, it's just, I, I, so to me, it's more of a praise the Chiefs, don't knock the Titans too much. I'm not saying they play a perfect game, but I, I still think they should be a hella impressed with their season. Um, B, they bring back most of the, most of the team. I, I think they they definitely are still a, a threat going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just not quite as down on the, the Titans' performances. I think some people I've talked to are, but very entertaining game. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, another one. Certainly, 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 the Chiefs were the better team, and they, they deserve to win. Uh, but you know, I felt like the Titans were right there for, for plenty of it. Could have snuck back in it, you know, towards the ends. We uh, ran, ran out of time. Obviously, I mean, I know they they lost by two scores, but uh, I couldn't couldn't cover my seven and a half point spread. Bastards. I, I know, uh, <clears throat> I know. That that's that's a tough one, man. That's a tough one. But yeah, entertaining game, and um, <clears throat> and so uh, yeah, and I know there were some crazy stats in there. But. So uh, ran, random uh, fun factoids for you. So, yes, the Chiefs started slow, you know, in a couple of games. But if you look at essentially the six quarters otherwise and maybe like a tail end of a first going into the second, I mean, it, they, they stuck 86 points in those other six quarters. So you can talk about them starting slow, but, man, they finish strong, dude, you know. Yeah. It, it, it's almost like it's football foreplay. They're just kind of getting warmed up. <laughs> and then they go to town. Right. Yeah. right? Um, and, and I think there's just so much to be said. I mean, they just – I think for other teams to succeed against them, you got to either create turnovers or you know get get uh, you know get a whole heaping lot of pressure on the homes while still while still you know maintaining uh, yeah. you know, defense on the back end, which is a hell of a challenge. That's true. A couple of run, random fun factoids, fun with numbers for you. Mahomes led the Chiefs in rushing in both of their playoff wins. I wouldn't have guessed that. Uh. Uh, Derrick Henry, by the way. Second half of that game, three rushes, none in the fourth quarter. And he had no yards from scrimmage over the final six Titans drives. None. Can't do it. Can't win that way. In this game, in this game, 1.37 yards after contact. Remember that number for San Fran? Right, 4.9 before contact? (laughs) Think of the difference. Derrick Henry, I mean, Kansas City swarmed at him. And when they got and they just brought him down one point three seven yards after contact, his lowest in any game. What I did <clears> want to play for you, Mark, before you get out, because I, I hope you heard it. But if you didn't, God bless. Uh, you should enjoy this. Uh, let me find the right spot. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Frank Clark just going to town talking about uh, Derrick Henry and sending him home. <laughs> this is an all timer. I wish I could find one that wasn't beeped, but this is what we got. Last two games in each game, 70 yards, over 200 yards each game. I know damn well we weren't going to win the game if we let that happen. They come in here, he ran for 70 yards, they call him the best rusher in the league. We're sitting in this home early. I posted the comments that you said to me, and all over social media, everybody said you better watch your back, that you're saying things that you can't cash. Everybody on social media said. They must not know who I am yet. They're going to find out sooner or later when I got that ring on my finger. At the end of the day, we Champions, AFC, that trophy that got my own last name on it, that's the KC. That 
KC. Ain't no fall off. Last year, jump off sides, all that. I told him when I got here, the is gonna change. Look at the We the best world. Go join. That's a lot. I, was, I, I had not heard that yet. No. That's a lot. That's a lot of beeps. That was an excited dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> love, love, love it, love that kind of fire. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, no, I'm not mad at that's, you. That's, that's, that's fantastic. Not at all, not at all. Um, love it. So, and then I guess you know, I actually, legitimate question for Mark: What are like your favorite Manning moments or Manning memories? Sure. Um. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's hard not to go obvious. I mean, I, I think that's uh my. Well, I don't think I know my 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 two greatest favorite sports memories. Of my entire life are the two Super Bowl wins. I'm I'm a sports addict, and you know, for, for the last I don't know six seven years, you know, uh, uh, I guess more than that, uh, you know, degenerate. You know, love my gambling, but like football has always been king, and um, I just there's there's I've got a lot of great memories stored up in that you know memory bank, but uh, but nothing compares to those wins. I know the haters certainly would love to, to, to highlight that you know both both championships were, were won by the defense, and I don't deny how important the defense was to both of them. Uh, but I mean, just you know, it, it's it's pretty pretty easy, but but accurate for me to highlight the the, the two you know most amazing plays from both games, the the, the Tyree catch, which obviously as we've discussed more than enough times on here, uh, everybody focuses on Tyree as they should. Uh, unbelievable. Like physics bending and just nonsensical catch, uh, but you know it shouldn't be forgotten what Eli had to do to escape, you know, and, and get away and get enough on the pass to get it to him. Just an unbelievable play all around, and um, and then certainly the 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 next you know Super Bowl against the Patriots, the sideline pass to to Manningham when they were deep, you know, in the, in the, the fourth quarter. It's one of the most perfect balls I've ever seen. Uh oh. <laughs> Uh, I know. <laughs> I should have said throws. One of the perfect throws I've You ever said ball. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I mean that it's 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 one of those I can go back to and watch all the time. I mean it's just pinpoints down the sideline. Phenomenal catch too by Manningham and, and yeah. staying in bounds. Uh, but uh, I mean that that's I just I love seeing guys who can you know fit uh, throw into a window where I mean I just I I didn't see it. You don't. You, you watch the play develop. You don't see anything, uh, but he just fits right in there. And um, I mean, yeah. let me tell you, when you really know how to how to work those balls, you can fit into some tight spots, man. <laughs> All I'm saying. Fuck the city. Fuck the king. Fucking whore. Eat shit, dwarf. <laughs> oh so. lord. So uh, it, it may not be the most original, but it's 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 pretty easy for me to tout those just because they'll, yeah. they'll always they'll always be in my memory. They'll always be up there. Um, if I ever need a smile, I can go to YouTube and and and, and play them. Um, uh, just just amazing moments. So uh, yeah, I, it's gonna be weird not seeing Eli in the NFL, but uh, I'm happy for Daniel Jones. I'm excited for the future with him. Um, he brings a lot of Eli-like qualities to the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly needs to, to work on plenty of things. Rookie, you know, he's got plenty of time. Uh, but uh, it, 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 I would have had a hard time 
rooting for and seeing Eli on another team. I would have understood if he really wanted to, but he just, I just, yeah, you know, I feel like he did more than enough to prove all the things he needed to prove. Mm-hmm. I doubt that he really was excited at the idea of, you know, going to another team, learning a whole new playbook, anything like that. It's just, is it really worth it at this point? If he really had the desire, absolutely, he could still play. Uh, but uh, it's, it's, it's much, I'm much happier seeing him, you know, walk away at Giants and, uh, yeah, we'll, 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 I mean, guaranteed, We'll see him in the Hall of Fame before too long. Whether it's whether it's first bout or not, he'll be in the Hall. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, that's always one of those. Um, I don't want to say lazy topics or lazy things, but you know, people are all over. Well, you know, is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? And it's just like you know, I, I look. I, I'm a big believer that when you talk about eras of football and or really any sport, you know, if somebody's a generational player that has won that you can't tell the tale of an era of football without, usually there's some consideration for that, right? Yeah. There just is. And, you know, this era of football, no matter how you feel about him, I don't know that you can tell the tale of the last 20 years without Eli Manning. I mean, you know, no, he's not perfect. But I still find it amazing... We split hairs over team sport, team sport, team sport, greatest team sport in the world. Ah. And then people nitpick, you know, players to death sometimes for individual stuff and, uh, you know, throw out. You know what I mean? It, it becomes it's a, it's the it's the greatest team sport when it's convenient for argument's sake. And then you hold it against individuals when it's convenient for argument's sake. You know, it's kind of goofy. But I, I just I, you keep it in context for what it is and appreciate his career for what it was. And again, I, I I bet he'd be a fun guy to knock back a couple of beers with. He probably knows the you know the dude. Not only does he have beer vendors every stadium, I bet he knows all their names. But I, I bet he's I bet he would be a fun guy to hang out with. I do too. I'll take him over. I take one Eli Manning over a hundred Donovan McNabs any freaking day of the week. <laughs> any day of the week, dude. Any day of the week. That's not nice. Sorry, sorry, McChunky. No, you're not. Fuck face. <laughs> fuck face. Um, no, I, I, make fuck face. <laughs> make fuck face. No, yeah, I, no. I mean, Eli just seems like a good dude, and you know, look, I, I'm a realist. His name matters. The family pedigree matters. You know, the New York market matters. There's a lot of things that factor into that. He's likable. He knew how to handle the media. Yeah, he's sometimes he's goofy. Yeah, sometimes it's all shucks. Yeah, sometimes he was cliched. I get it, but. I just, I, you know, again, if you're going to talk about it being the team sport, how good of a team player was Eli Manning? You know, yeah. uh, fine. You want to talk about him not wanting to go to San Diego? It was the right decision. It was the right decision for him. It uh, was. And we also, I think, all believe that that was more his, you know, dad pulling the strings. Yeah, and could have been. Could have been. You know, and maybe they just wanted to make sure that he wasn't in the AFC with Peyton. You know, maybe that maybe that factored in. But look, I mean, you know, the Chargers made a good de- the Chargers made a good decision for them. I mean, they got a ton of they got a ton of, of wins out of Rivers. I don't I mean, really that's a great quarterback class, Rivers and Eli and Big Ben. Um I don't know who else may have come out of that class, but I, I remember the, you know those three guys. Uh and we're and we're quickly circling, you know, dates for the end of the end of those dudes. I don't know if Big Ben's ever the same again. Rivers moved to Florida. Who knows if he plays again? Bruh. Let me tell you what. Fun fan theory. How wild would it be 
if the Bucks, if, if, if Philip Rivers plays for the Bucks and Jameis Winston goes up to New England, look, the seafood is fresh, bro, up north. <laughs> I'm telling you. Can you imagine Jameis Winston and Bill Belichick? Sweet baby Jesus, that would be fun. I want Tom Brady to be a Raider, Jameis Winston to be a Pat, and Philip Rivers to be with the Bucks. That would be batshit crazy. Oh, my God, that would be wild. Do the Bucks really need to see more interceptions? I mean, come on. They've suffered enough. <laughs> oh, Rivers, oh, do- Rivers doesn't have enough arm to, you know, out-interception Jameis Winston. There's no way. I like how, I like how Shannon guessed Jameis Winston was up that aisle of the, like, career list. <laughs> it made me laugh. It made me laugh. Anyway, Mark, it's, it's great to catch up. I'm glad we got to hang out. Uh, we'll revisit the Super Bowl next week. We'll spend a little bit more time with that. Um, Absolutely. Uh, I'll give you this one little walk-off thing, which I thought was glorious. Let me scroll down to it. Ah, here you go. Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark. Man, that guy makes me laugh. He said some wild things. He said, <laughs> oh, he's the one that mentioned the perfect team versus the perfect player, which, again, I referenced earlier in the podcast. I thought it was a, a great line. He said no team has played more complete for the entire season than the Niners, which I think is it's an excellent point. I think that's legit, right? Uh, but that they're running into the perfect player. Uh, this is the thing that I love that he said. I was trying to find a video of it, and I couldn't find one anywhere. I should have just recorded it with my phone playing on the TV. But he said if they were making weird science today, they wouldn't be making Kelly LeBrock coming out in a crop top shirt and panties. They would make Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> and I was like, I can't believe he dropped a weird science reference. I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was incredible. It's a great reference. I mean, <laughs> it's, a ra- it's a random one, but it's It was random yeah. as hell. Yeah. <laughs> random as hell. But, it, you know, uh, I, I will leave you with, uh, I, I do think the Chiefs did a great job uh, on both sides of the ball. They have no fear. Being down does not scare that team. They, they, are, they are wonderfully confident. Actually, I think the 49ers and the Chiefs are both incredibly confident teams. That, you know, however the game plays out and starts, I think both of those squads will just keep coming at you. I really do I really do believe that. Uh, I think it's in the Chiefs' best interest to, to force the 49ers' hand with Jimmy Garoppolo. I do absolutely think that's best-case scenario for them. Doesn't mean it'll work out in their favor. But I think if if their you know their ideal game plan is to start rolling and getting just you know dropping points all over them and to force the 49ers out of clock management and controlling the field and you know the run game. Now, can they do that? I don't know. You know, can can the 49ers run the ball down the Chiefs' throats? I don't know about that. We like to we like to make fun of their defense, but. I was trying to find the actual stat, but I think the Chiefs' D, as of late, has only given up like 15 points a game. They're not El Scrubbo at the moment. They had some rough spots in the season, but they've tightened up, and they're much better at this point. So, yeah, here you go. The Chiefs have allowed 15.5 points per game in their last eight games, all victories. So, solid. Yeah, it, it's pretty good. And considering they get up on people and you would expect some garbagey points, that's right. really good. But I, I I love the matchup. I, I think we're in for it. Uh, I, I get the feeling that we're in for a treat as far as being football fans. And since I'm not really vested in either team, I'm going to be happy either way. Because if Randy's happy with the 49ers, man, good for him. I'll high five them. We'll drink some celebratory beers and roll. And if the Chiefs and Mahomes win, I'll be happy for Mahomes. I'll be really happy for Andy Reid. 
I'll be really happy for Andy Reid, who Same. Lord knows gets you know people needle that guy over a lot of stuff, punt, pass, and kick competition, Kool Aid Man, all kinds of random shit. Uh, but Reid's a good dude. Fifteen years in between Super Bowls, by the way, uh, I think is the is is the most since like Dick Vermeil. And I can't believe the Eagles Super Bowl with McNabb was fifteen years ago. Wow, isn't that weird to that's, think about that? That's crazy, actually. Yeah, like it, yeah, it just that's crazy. Yeah, that's a long time, brother. It's a long time, but you know, I'd, I'd be really happy for Andy, or as I said earlier tonight, Randy Reed. <laughs> so I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd be happy for him, and you know, I, I like Mahomes a lot. I, I think that I think that guy is is so incredibly legitimate. It's just incredible. So. Uh, we'll see how it plays out, but we'll we'll re- we will revisit that. Why don't we go ahead and get you uh, get you out of here, and then uh, we'll shut the rest of this down. Yes, sir. All right, man. Mark, as always, appreciate it, and I'll raise a glass one more time to Eli for you. Appreciate it. Salute. Happy birthday to the Twitter Terminator. Nope. Thanks, sir. Happy birthday to you as well. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Mark, I can't believe you didn't say anything about uh, Zion's debut. 17 points in three minutes. Not bad. <laughs> okay thanks thanks for that insight appreciate it <laughs> not bad not bad <laughs> all right we'll good. see you all right peace. we'll see you peace out <laughs> not bad <laughs> how, many, how many minutes so uh he had 22 points in 18 minutes of the game but he in a three minute stretch in the fourth quarter he had 17 points and he was four of four from beyond the arc wow yep Feel, they're ridiculous. They sat him for the end of the game. I mean, I was yeah. they're, they're going to manage his minutes and be careful, which they should Man, do. Yeah. Which is Man, smart. Yeah. Which is yeah. smart. Dude. Right. I, I know people were whining and crying and things like that, but like, dude, he he's coming off the knee injury. I know. You, you come on, dude. It, it it's like it's like when the Nats sat Strasburg. We all. I mean, everybody bitched, but it was you know they're playing the long game. Yeah. And, and they're being mindful of the star and and Zion's. I mean. Come on, I mean, was he nineteen? Dude, don't run. You don't have to rush that guy. There's no nope. reason to make, make sure he's right. Get him ready for the league, and there's no reason to rush him. I mean, that stretch last night told you all you need to see. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. ready. Yeah, yeah. So, thank you, Zion. Not only does UNC suck, you give us a little, little bit of excellence and, a, and <laughs> just a concentrated dose. Three minutes of fantasticness. Appreciate that. Uh, but anyway, Mark, go get some rest. We'll follow up next week, and we'll spend some more time with the Super Bowl. But yes, sir. good to catch up as Don't always, brother. All right, man. Adios. Night, man. Adios. Hasta luego. Man. So, well, I don't really know that we have a whole bunch else to talk about with, with the Chiefs and the Titans. I mean, I guess we can circle back to a couple of things, but. I mean, Jeter in the Hall of Fame. Did we get to that yet? Yeah, like, why? Okay. Now. Again, hot topic, 24, you know, the sports news cycle, people are going to rage about Jeter not being unanimous. I don't know how much that really matters. I'd be more curious as to why the person didn't vote for him. Is that, is, are they proving a point? Is it, well, you I know, I he's not. He's, biased. I think it's more or less like the only player in the history of the game to get 100% of the vote was Mariano Rivera. Who's arguably the best closer of all time. Correct. Right. I mean, like, Hank Aaron didn't get... Babe Ruth didn't, didn't get it. I mean, right. 
I, I think that's the only reason why is because the the well, legends of the game. Sorry, Randy. Well, I was gonna say. Well, and I think the biggest issue here is is that Rivera was dominant from start to finish. You didn't see m- much of a decline, but you saw him being having a, just a solid career from the word go. Whereas with Jeter, with hitters in general, you tend to see that drop off, where it's like, okay, yeah, they're definitely done. Their skills are starting to diminish. Their bat speed's a little bit slower, or they're just not as sharp with you know making contact. And I think that's really where it, what it really boiled down to in the end. With Rivera, it just made sense because you knew what you were getting day in, day out, mm-hmm. from day one to the final day. Yeah. Every time you gave that ball over to him to close the game out, you knew you were getting the best. Right. With yeah. Jeter, he hung around probably a little bit longer than he needed to, out of you know, out of love for his team, a little bit of pride. And you could see his stats start to dwindle, and that could be part of the reason why he was not a unanimous vote. He got in. I mean, bottom line, he got in. He I, deserves I people, to get in. He, absolutely. And, and people are going to be upset. He did get 100%. I mean, get over it. He's in. <laughs> I mean, he's fine. Yeah. He's good. He's you know, good. My, he's my man good. got 99.9%. Like, whatever. <laughs> like... Good enough. I mean, I mean that's pretty damn good, regardless. It's the second best all time behind his buddy Mariano Rivera. Like, come on. You, you know, you know who didn't vote for that guy? Somebody tied to the damn Marlins is like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. That, that, that's a no for me. <laughs> that, dog. That's that's a no for me, dog. No I'm voting for that asshole. Rick. Nah, 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 nah. You happened. jerk. <laughs> Freaking Derek Jeter, nah, man. <laughs> Some Marlins fans <laughs> rage faced out, like nah. Uh, Fuck and- that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. I don't know, man. Maybe that's like some pettiness. I, I, you know, I. That's one of those things I think is so funny. Is people just totally splitting hairs and belaboring the the point when it comes to like the unanimous look. You know, Jeter's a Hall of Famer. Right? I mean, who's gonna say nah? He didn't. I mean, that's just to prove. It, just not doing the unanimous is just to prove some kind of point somewhere for whatever your justification is. That's all that is, you know, but the percentage that doesn't go on the plaque. I mean, he's in the hall. It's done in a few years. No one's going to care. <laughs> no one's going to care other than the next time somebody is like one short of being unanimous. They'll be like, mm-hmm. and then we'll bring this whole thing up again. But you know, I, I don't think there's any debate whatsoever. Yeah. You look at his career uh, the postseason success he has, the rings he has. I mean, Jeter has it all, didn't he? Could you ask Absolutely. for a Could you ask for a better career in baseball than what Jeter had? No, you really can't. I mean, real no. realistically, uh, with what he experienced, I mean, <laughs> it's just incredible. So, just incredible. I'll let other people bitch about the unanimous thing. I ain't got time for it. Man. It, he's in. It he's don't in, matter. It doesn't matter, man. Is it petty? Yeah, a little bit. But I do think that as we get further away from like the, a lot of the old school kind of stuff, I think I personally expect that we will see more unanimous like Hall of Fame votes for for stuff like that. It's just a matter of some of these older old the the. It's gonna sound mean. It's just a matter of some of the the older generations kind of dying out, dying off, retiring, or being replaced. And I get think, off my lawn. Yeah, get, I know. Get off my lawn. And unanimously get off my lawn. 
I think people, I, I don't think that's going to matter as much, you know, to some other people. And they're going to say, is he a Hall of Famer? Absolutely. Boom. Just vote for him. Get him in. Get it done. Roll. But I'll at least hear the discussion of why somebody wouldn't, even if I disagree with them, uh, whether that's about the Marlins or just proving a point or, you know, if you want to say he wasn't the best at it, he wasn't the best, like, like Rivera. I mean, people consider him the best closer of all time. And I don't think you look at Jeter and consider him the best shortstop of all time. Considering the the hard the the shortstops that are already in the hall and that are just I mean you look at a guy like Ozzy Smith or yeah I mean we could just start there it's it's one of those things where there's so many at the position that are already in the hall it's really hard to say if he really would have been the best of all time yeah whereas closers there really aren't a lot of closers in the Hall of Fame. That's at least a cornerstone piece of an argument that I would I would listen to. I'm not saying that's sufficient justification, right? I'm not saying that. I mean, but, it's just, but it's, it's a small part. It's just like, well, right. it's just like you have the people who are like, you know, and I know our buddy Grant's the same way. He's like, you know, why is Pete Rosen in the Hall of Fame? You know, because of all the stuff that's happened, like with you know the Astros and things like that. It's just like. The dude bet on baseball. He got caught. He broke the rules. Will he be in one day? And I think you said it perfectly posthumously. He'll probably end up, end yes. up in the hall. Mm-hmm. Pete, Pete, Pete Rose will be in the hall when he's dead. But he, he is—he was one of the best pure hitters in baseball. And, oh, I he mean, was. To this day. But, you know, it's just one of those things where no matter what, you know, it's the hall is a finicky thing. Indeed, it is, and there's there's a lot of things that go into that. There's politics, there's all kinds of other stuff. Sorry, man, I got distracted because I was rolling through. Uh, I was looking up Derek Jeter's like Wikipedia page, and then I was like, Hannah Jeter. Let me look up who that is, and I'm just like, Oh yeah, okay, I remember her. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, slight distraction, I guess, as he made as he did his rounds with his penthouse and cell phones in the basket or whatever. Um, distraction. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 Jeets is 45. She's, she's 29. I was like, whoa. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> There's her SI swimsuit cover. There you go. Oh, my. Jeter did okay, man. <laughs> he did okay for he himself. He did, did all right for himself. <laughs> I'm sure he's still an infielder there, huh? Hey, now. <laughs> What's in the <laughs> box, brother? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, goofy. Furries. <laughs> Furries. Oh my god. <laughs> Only if you're looking at seventies porn. No, I'm just that's kidding. A, that's a true story. <laughs> oh man. Oh wow. Yeah. Woo. All right. All right. All right. All right. You didn't need to uh change topics quickly. Yeah, yeah, no, it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's it's Segway. Segway. Danger will rob Danger. 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 Uh so I know, just in advance of uh you know Valentine's Day, there's a zoo that will name a cockroach after your ex, then feed it to a meerkat on Valentine's Day. So nice. yeah, not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's part of their of it's part of their quit bugging me meerkat event. So the El Paso Zoo. So if you would like to name a cockroach, as they said in Scarface after your ex and then watch them get fed to a meerkat. The El Paso Zoo will do that for you. There it is. Look them up. 
<laughs> look them up and like Uncle Ron yeah Uncle yeah Ron that's right that's right and then I, I think we can leave you with this uh, I love this headline please stop what you're doing and listen to this ancient mummy's voice uh, fantastic article about the reconstruction and uh, you know what they did with this one mummy <laughs> an ancient mummified Egyptian priest they 3D printed a reconstruction of uh, they built an, an electronic larynx basically um, based on the tissue from this mummy. Obviously, they had to make some educated guesses about a couple of things. Uh, it is a mummy, after all. It is not all complete and intact. But they... <laughs> I can't... You know, like, there's a part of me that's like... I, like, what was the build-up to, like, recreating a sound, uh, you know, of what of what this person would have sounded like? And then this is your final product. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that was like, hey man, how was that Packers game? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Aaron Rodgers. With your girlfriend. Hey, Aaron Rodgers, is the window still open? <laughs> I mean, you know what? How's the coffee in the office? Hey, hey, Matt, was your, you know, did you enjoy Al bundying yourself and falling asleep during that uh, Packers 49ers game? Mm. <laughs> How was the coffee in the office? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. How was sunbathing your asshole? Yeah. What did Mark call it? Your perineum? Yeah. <laughs> 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 How about, how, how about soy how about, sauce taste? Uh, yeah, how, how about oh. the, the how about you know the balls and soy sauce? How'd that work out for you? Mm. <laughs> how about Derek Jeter being one vote short of being unanimous? Mm. I like that take. That's a hot take. Mm. Thanks. Hot take central. Hot, hot take, man. Incredible scientific achievement. That's what a mummy sounds like. Mm. Thanks. Thanks. Really? That's the best you that's that's the sound that you put out. I mean, what's on. Penny gonna find in the box this weekend? Eh. <laughs> oh, I'm to get me digging the box, but you know, Whoa. seriously. Whoa. There you go. <laughs> Happy anniversary, bro. Happy anniversary, oh, thank you. brother. Yeah, man. <laughs> Twelve years went by fast. Yeah, it does. Uh, it it does that. You like that? You like that? <laughs> it just means Brady. Justin, I've known you almost sixteen years now. Yeah, that's crazy. By the way, that's considering crazy. you know the first time you meet me, you thought I was a mute. <laughs> <laughs> you were probably better that way. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You, good sir, are a dick. <laughs> Get off my lawn! <laughs> <laughs> don't poop for long, man. Just remember. Uh, dog that poop fast don't poop for long, man. Uh... <laughs> Bob Jr. <sighs> oh, my God. Anyway. So you're a tough guy, like you're really rough. Yeah. Ugh. What is that, that Billie Eilish you were yep. talking about? Yeah. Yeah, no, I like this song a lot, man. 
trying to seduce your dad type. I'm the bad guy. Duh. Uh. <laughs> anyway. Catchy song, man. That Antonio Brown bullshit. Oh, he's an idiot. Please don't play that. Please don't. Oh, oh, his song? No, I'm not going to play his song. Are please, you kidding? No, please. no, no, no. Ugh. We're done. That that ship has sailed. That that, sh- yes, thank you. That ship has sailed. Although that legitimately, you're talking about a bad guy. Antonio Brown is a bad guy. Like, ain't no doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's wrap up and get the hell out of here. I think it's time. It's time to go to sleep. I finished the beers. I have to finish this mixed drink right at the tail end and then get up in four hours and get to work. Hoorah! I know that feeling all too well. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> it's all good, though. It's Friday. Hell yeah. It is now. <laughs> then Friday. But we have jobs and we have shit to do, so. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to look at it. Uh, oops, there's a page with Hannah Jeter again. Here, let me close that out. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'm good. Yeah, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Oh, oh. Wait, okay, all right. Cool. Sweet. <laughs> Jeet, you did all right. Anyway. Okay, look, from all of us, all of you, have a uh, have a great week. I'd say enjoy the football, but it's the Pro Bowl, so pfft, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what yeah hey on the bright or yes as the mummy would say the pro, the pro bowl where's that article at that's what i need for that hold on man that'd be perfect oh i think i lost the thing oh that's too bad damn it yeah i lost the article with the mummy i found the one with dipping your balls in soy sauce for whatever that's worth <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, oh, I said oh, piece oh, earlier. Here you go. Here you go. I found it. I found it. Oh, oh. Here you go. All right. So, uh, uh, let me ask you. Let me let me ask you, mommy. You know, three thousand years in, how do you feel about the Pro Bowl? Watch night this weekend. Mm. Yeah, fair mm. point. It's a good mm. take. Mm. <laughs> Why are they gonna put that thing on loop? <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, oh well. Anyway, how you feel about Woodfield? all right and the savagery continues i know i know hey matt what can i say except you're welcome (laughs) anyway all right that's enough that's enough we're just we're just off the rails being goofy at the end here uh look as always keywords of sports and brew you can find us on uh our home feed on podbean itunes stitcher radio whole bunch of other services if you like sports if you like beer which god bless you know we do but I hope you do as well. Feel free to crank us up. Uh, you can give us a little gloss, a little love if you want. That's all right. Uh, feel free to harass us on our social media feeds. If you're funny, we'll respond. If you're not, we probably won't respond. And uh, if Shannon retweets something that you want to copyright later, just bug him about it. He'll delete it. I'm just kidding. Yes. Yeah, I've actually, done that before. Yeah, yes, you have. Yes, you have, as a matter of fact. This uh, needs to be copyrighted, delete. And goodbye. Enough of that. Uh, but from F- all... Oh, eight. That's right. Yacht. That's right. But from all of us to all of you, enjoy the week. Uh, again, I'll raise a glass to Eli Manning. I know people wouldn't think that I would do that, but I will. It was, it was a hell of a career, and I appreciate 
the teams and the stories and the football players, my life. And uh, I appreciate him. Uh, and I appreciated making fun of him for damn sure. <laughs> you most certainly did. Because I did a whole lot. <laughs> a whole lot. And we made we made fun of Mark a whole lot with Eli Manning. And it was fantastic. And it was enjoyable. And it was hilarious. It was hilarious. But enjoy retirement, Eli. Go spend some time with your family. And I will say, I would love if they got Eli and Peyton in a booth together to call a game. That could be fantastic. Don't know if it would happen. Don't know if they would do it. But that I would totally tune in to listen to. Because I bet that would be a good time. But anyway, from all of us, all of you, enjoy it. We'll catch you on the flip side. And peace out, y'all. Late. Late. Wait, forget, forget, talk. look, forget Please. Snoop Doggy Dog. Oh, oh, oh. How about soy sauce on balls? <laughs> oh my gosh. Good lord. You liked it? You liked How it? the hell did you think of that one? Oh my god. Hey man. I think it works though. It does. It does, oh man. God. You ready? It does. Soy sauce, Soy sauce on my balls. Yeah. <laughs> See? Holy shit, it does work. <laughs> oh my god, you just ruined this song for me, dude. Oh my god. You're welcome. Freaking kids and their TikTok bullshit. <laughs> Delete me out from both my kids' phones. Rest of To put the pool on his back. Yep. Soy sauce on my balls. <laughs> oh, all right, on that note, it's time to go. <laughs> that blows. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad I could ruin that for you with soy sauce on my balls. Right there before you your birthday, too, man. That's yep. that's fucking cold, dude. I, that's all right. We we. Dude, we're gonna have some fun in a about a week and a half. Yeah, we, we that's are true story. Some fun. Should it be so soy, should it be soy sauce on balls or soy sauce on my balls? <laughs> we need to clarify this. Play the song again. I think you can totally just do soy sauce on ball. That's what I was thinking, yeah. too. I think you can go soy sauce on balls, yeah. Soy sauce on balls. Soy sauce. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, soy sauce on balls. There it is.
Ay-yay-yay-yay-yay-yay-yay. Soy sauce on my balls. Yeah, man, like totally. <laughs> <laughs> Salty, salty balls. Oh, God. Chocolate salty balls. Oh, wait, that's Chef. Yeah, all right. Can you bring up Chef before you end this podcast? (laughs) What do you Chef from South Park. Welcome to the shit show. <laughs> you gotta give me Chef from South Park. Right? What's the, what's I mean, the name? What's, go what's the name of that song? Chocolate salty balls. Chocolate right. salty balls. There you go. There you go. There you go. Salty ball. Oops, slatty balls. Misspelled that. Let me let me fix that. <laughs> I don't know what slutty balls might turn into. Slutty balls. Oh my. <laughs> Spoons of cinnamon and two or three egg whites, a half a stick of butter melted. Whoops, oh, crab. <laughs> wow, <laughs> quite a cup of unsweetened chocolate and a half a cup of brandy. See my balls, they're big and salty and brown. If you ever need a quick pick me up, just stick my balls in your mouth. Suck on my chocolate salted balls. Put them in your mouth and suck them. <laughs> suck on my chocolate salted balls. They're back full of goodness. High in fiber. Suck my balls. Suck my balls. <laughs> 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 soy sauce. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Soy sauce balls and chocolate salty balls. Brought to you by your friends here at the Sports Brew. And yes. <laughs> okay, alright. Will we ever break through this cycle? I don't know. Did you drop a ball on me? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Todd. Sorry, Todd. That's not a reach. No, that's not, not a reach around. That's a breach around, man. This is all kind of wrong. This is all kind of wrong around here, man. All right, that's enough. That's enough stupidity. We got to get out of here. Train wreck. It's over. Gotta break free, man. Gotta break free. <laughs> It's like a bonus segment of fail. <laughs> you know something, Shannon? I, I, I dreamed a dream that we could just actually do a podcast without this bullshit. You know, you know hey, hey, can, can we possibly do a podcast without this bullshit? Mm. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> the answer was no. <laughs> and on that note, we are the Sports Brew. We will catch you on the flip side. Enjoy your week. Have a great weekend. And until next time, friends, good night now. See ya. <laughs> Meh. <laughs>
<laughs> you know what? I'm gonna record that damn mummy as a soundbite. You think I'm bullshitting? We're saving no, that thing. To. That needs to be a soundbite. <laughs> that does need to be a eh. soundbite. Eh. Eh. <laughs> That's that's like what? <laughs> 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 I have some awful thoughts, but I'm gonna save those for later. <sighs> Until next time, friends. We'll catch you on the flip side. We're the Sports Brew. Thanks as always. Catch you later. Late, <laughs> or as the mummy says. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're good. All right. Good night now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>